yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio. Wah-ah-ah-ah. That's, that's terrifying. This is Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the face that runs the place, the Captain Joey Savage. Does, what does that make me? You're Mr. America. I am Mr. America. We discussed this today. I'm Mr. America. Mr. America. Corey, Corey DLG. Spooky Nico DLG. Happy Spooky. Halloween. <laughs> this is IRLoneStar.com. Yeah. You tuning in? Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Sister, Sister Stations. Station. Sister Mummy Stations. Sister Mummy Stations. Sister Mummy Stations. I know what you're into. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Catch us out on uh, nerdthugradio.com. This is your first time tuning in. You can listen to all 28 previous episodes. That's a lot of episodes. That's this means episodes. this episode's episode number 30, right? With 28 plus one. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. It's 29. Yeah. 29. I didn't take math because it's hard. Yeah. But that sounded I, I believe wrong. it. I trust him. We've been off the uh, air for a couple weeks. Yeah. We are now returning whoop, whoop. This with is, a vengeance. This, this is an amazing moment. I know. With a vengeance. Imagine the Magnificent Seven if there were only three of them and they were fat white guys. Who talks who, nerdy. Who did not have. Hey, you're only half white and I am true. not white. That's true. Okay, <laughs> so one of them's brown and yeah. not fat so much as just oddly shaped. Right. Um, right. But One of them is white and fat but and nerdy. No six shooters, uh, hats, uh, horses, and we're not in the West. But essentially, it's the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. I do put the thug in nerd. See? And, and Corey puts the nerd in thug. And then, true. And then you're like our little Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what I do every day. <laughs> <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. and radio? That was what I was going for. Yeah, me too. That's good. Uh, great minds think alike. So in the beginning of that movie, uh, he goes to cross in front of a vehicle. The vehicle slams on its brakes so it doesn't run him over and honk and yells at him. The camera then pans out a little bit to show you that the truck almost ran over radio and he's touched it in the head. Yeah. If you're looking and paying attention, the truck was trying to run a stop sign. Oh. So, poor direction. It? Poor direction. Poor direction. They should have uh, edited that out. Well, yeah, because I was watching it and he's standing on Recently? A cor- uh, no, it's just always stuck in my head because okay. he's standing on a corner watching them play football. I do not want to know what's stuck in your head. Yeah, there's <laughs> so much. It makes no – we've had these conversations. It makes no sense. Zero sense. Okay, so we're Nerd Thug Radio. Right. You guys are tuning in for the first time. And then when he tries to leave, there's obvious <laughs> – like, when he steps into the street, my immediate thought was, there should be a stop sign there. That seems unsafe. Oh, there was. When they pan out, there was. So we're Nerd Thug Radio. And I'm the traffic police. We talk all things nerdy, pop culture, and anything that comes out of Corey's head. That's true. Like the fact that he doesn't like Star Wars. Or my mouth. Oh, right. I don't, yeah. I'm not even prepared for this. Right. Of. I just literally dropped the bomb on them. So we're sitting in a, uh, we're in a brand new studio. There's, they're remodeling as we go here. So we're sitting at a table for the first time. We feel like grown ups, uh, and they got these coasters that are Star Wars themed coasters. And now we've discussed Star Wars at ad nauseum in the show. We all have our favorite parts and characters. Let me be very clear: the franchise has some shining moments, lots of shining moments. However, as I'm sitting here looking at this Luke Skywalker coaster, I'm just filled with hate and loathing for Luke Skywalker. I don't think I like any. I don't think I like Luke Skywalker at all. Like I can't stand the guy. Really? Yeah. What is it about him? I think he's kind of a whiny kid. He does start off very whiny. Uncle Owen, Uncle Owen, don't get shot and killed. Oh, no. So his uncle dies, and he's whiny because he's upset about it. (laughs) Right, right. A bit of a bleeding heart, you know what I'm saying? I I would lean more towards Anakin being very whiny. Now, Anakin's super emo, but I don't see it, and I don't like those either. Okay, so the new ones I hate because the scripts were really bad. 
The dialogue. The new ones as in the. The original three. Not the original. Not the original trilogy. Not the original trilogy, but the trilogy episodes. The pre- episodes, episodes one, two, two, and three. three. The prequel trilogy. The scripts in those are really bad. The dialogue really reeks of obvious Hollywood foreshadowing. No, and definitely. Poor inter- interchanges between the people. Like, everything feels very awful. My biggest complaint with episodes one, two, and three, I wanted more Qui-Gon Jim. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jim's high quality. Great. Here's the thing, and here's what and Star Owen Wars... And McGregor did awesome as, right. as Obi-Wan. But here's what Star Wars didn't realize, is Count that Liam Neeson is the scariest man on the planet. <laughs> he is the scariest man on the planet. So Qui-Gon worst, Jin, Worst dad on the planet, right. but scariest right. man Not exactly planet. responsible, but real good at You've fixing his mix-ups. Taken or Taken 2. Or 3. Or 3. Or 4, 5, or 6 that will come out soon. Man, I Eventually. hope those... But those are going to start Chuck Liddell. You know how they do. Like they, <laughs> they downgrade actors. Or they're going to start like a WWE superstar. Right. The Miz in <laughs> oh, Taken man. 4. So you're, well, can I sidetrack for one Yeah, quick, go to town. One quick second. So I was reading this story. Okay, back to week, me because we were talking about me. About Randy Orton yeah. from the WWE, the Viper. The Viper. Um, he joined the Marines uh, as soon as he got out of high school. Okay, and all right. very soon after realized it was a bad mistake. Like, he did not want to be in it. <laughs> right. So mistake. he tried everything possible he could to get discharged <laughs> from the Marines, like trying to go AWOL and like tons of stuff. And finally he gets honorably discharged. Honorably? I believe it was – or no, dishonorable discharge. Okay. So now he's been in the WWE, he becomes this big star, and as you know, they've started doing like their own movies. US, yeah, yeah, correct. So one of the biggest ones was The Marine. Right. That starred John Cena. It was the first one. Correct. And then they went Marine 2, which had, I don't know who else was in that one. Maybe The Miz. I think The Miz does a lot. But then they started to do a, a Marine 3, where Randy Orton was going to be in it. <laughs> and all these Marines started like boycotting, so they had to yank him from the movie. Oh, oh yeah, because man. he, he, exactly. he dishonorably like, discharged from like, the Marines. And did he, he not to... think that was a good idea? Here's, okay... Well, here's the thing: is okay. We know this about the WWE. We're not we're not insiders by any stretch or any measure, but we are at least aware that they really protect the media interaction between the wrestlers. and Oh, the they folk. do, they do. So Faux they don't show. So they don't have great public re- relations savvy because the, the the wrestlers never have to deal with the public. The WWE really selects very few times and places where the WWE stars actually do real publicity with people. Matter of fact, a lot of times when you get the quotes from them, they're like walking through airports and stuff. Like it's right. hard, it's hard to get the WWE a WWE person. Job, sit they've down. done a good job of keeping people in character, and then they have like certain right. stars that will go to certain events. Right. Uh, some of the older stars. Um, did you see the Undertaker was in Cleveland? I did see that. Wait, what? Yeah, he so, went to go see the the Cavaliers get so their the, ring and all that. So last year during nice. the NBA playoffs, the Cavs were down three to one to Correct. Golden State. Correct. And LeBron was warming up in an Undertaker shirt. Right. And so Undertaker saw that. I guess <laughs> bandwagon on the Cavs. Um, also, did you see after they won? I don't know if it was the final game or maybe sometime after that. He was rocking an Ultimate Warrior shirt. I did see that. I and t- so, uh, <laughs> kind of like a shot at the Warriors. And so the NBA season just opened last week. The Cavs got their uh, rings and their stuff on the first night. Right. Undertaker shows up in, like, full garb to, like, meet the guys or whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Ultimate Warriors, uh, he's deceased now, so his wife was there. And she was, like, she gave a title belt to, like, one of the guys or That's something. Awesome. So pretty cool stuff. Cross. I would want – I would if it, okay. Per uh, – most favorite WWE title belt. I would want a Stone Cold belt. Really? With, with the flaming skull, kind of Ghost Rider esque. I I don't know, man. That's that's tough. I don't like the. Um, I don't. Not a big fan of the new one. Okay. I really didn't like when they went John Cena spinner belt. Oh, the spinner belt. You don't like those spins? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big. Beep, I didn't beep, like the old beep, WWE Attitude beep, Heavyweight beep, title. Beep, beep, the WCW title is legit. 
The it's, big one? It's huge. Yeah. It's like solid gold. But no one ever wore it because it was so big. It I wouldn't clear. wear it. It's clearly uncomfortable when every wrestler, even the giant ones, wear it on their shoulder. On their shoulder, <laughs> like they tie it around their right. neck. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. Yeah, they did do that. That was so dumb. <laughs> or Stone Cold just comes running, walking down, holding it. That's why I like Stone Cold. just slings it up. Because he just throws it in the ring, and he's like, That's my belt. That's my belt, fool. And no one was going to take it because it had a very scary Stone Cold skull yeah. on it. <laughs> very, the spooky very skull, <laughs> the smoking skull belt. Yeah, man, it was a cool belt. That's, that's my favorite belt. belt. The Rock had a cool one though. The Rock, Rocky Maivia. Yeah, the Rock Dwayne, had a cool belt. The Rock Johnson. Yes, the Rock. Co-star of Kevin Hart. Co-star of Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> he's got Giamunji coming out. You know, he's remaking Giamunji. Uh, Jumanji. Jumanji. Giamunji. Jumanji. That's not Giamunji. Listen. Listen, you uh, Panamanians. You say it your way. No. I'll say it my way. Jumanji? Stop it. We're (laughs) going to say Jumanji? We're going to say the right way. Say it. Okay, go. Jumanji. Jumanji. They say the name of the game in the movie. Jumanji. It's it's a mystery. Listen here, Corey DLG. (laughs) Don't make me go all New York on you. Listen, Jersey Joey. I'm going to need you to (laughs) get it But, you know, he's redoing the movie. He is. He is. With Kevin Hart, I think. Is he? Is it good again, Kevin Hart? Jack They just really like working together. Is Jack Black going to be – who's going to be who in that? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know the premise. It's, I don't know it's, what it's based you, have around. Have you never seen Jumanji? Yeah, but it's not. It's the... not a remake of the original. It's like a sequel almost. Yeah. So I mean, didn't they just throw it in the river? Yeah. 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 They just threw so, it over a bridge. So some. This is definitely a sequel material there. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because when you're listening to it, most deaf. It starts playing drum beat at the end. Yeah. Remember the drums that were playing that drew the kids' attention to it? Yeah. The spooky drums. Which essentially means that that spooky. board game is cursed. Yeah. What what board game well, I mean, is cursed more? You say the word since I'm not Jumanji saying. or the Ouija board. Oh man, Ouija boards are scary. Oh scary stuff. yeah, can, can you burn a Luigi board? A uh, Luigi, Luigi board. <laughs> Waluigi, man, literally Ouija boards. Those are still that's some that's some uh some spooky. spooky and on our Halloween, we could we could go there. We could we go could, there. We could go there. There is the uh, that movie, the Ouija movie coming out. I never saw the, that. Uh, yeah, I, okay. Can I? Did you right. call it the Weed movie? The Ouija movie. The Ouija. <laughs> the Ouija. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. I think it's a. I think it's yogging. I think it's a soft J. Yogging. <laughs> yeah. uh, you are <laughs> <laughs> So um, yeah, I don't like the new man. I'm just Mister. I don't like today, but I don't like. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't like I don't anything. Like new, That's how you are every day. I don't like the new horror movies. I like don't the, like horror movies at all. Yeah, we we know. Well, aren't they <laughs> like, you're you're like a little bit all, of a big baby. Not a big baby. They you're just don't giant. Ex- they don't excite me. No, you're I just, don't like horror movies either. Not I'm going to chainsaw fan. this guy and then wear his skin on my face. Right. Like, Spooky. Okay, but that, was that, definitely, that definitely happened. That was, that was based, based on a true story. story. Yeah, right. That's why I don't like it. That's a real tragedy. <laughs> That's why I don't like it. It was a natural tragedy. A dingo ate a baby. That really happened. A lot of this, the horror movies are based off of like real life events. Well, loosely. 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 Loose. Spookily. But this Ouija Spookily. board's not. It's just really poorly. It's like don't, yeah, it's turn the, don't turn the lights out or lights off. It's never a good idea when they start making movies after board games or toys. The Tetris movies coming out. Yeah, that sounds horrible. That is Does it? it Epic is fail. Okay, let me ask you this. Would what if, you, is a human Tetris board? <laughs> is that a scary movie? Terrifying. Spooky. Terrifying. Like people are screaming as they're yeah. been bent into these weird shapes. Being contorted. Ah. Are you sure it's not like a Cirque du Soleil show they're going to be doing? Tetris? I would, I would see. I would watch that. <laughs> Cirque du Soleil, there's, there's something just I recently, cool about them. I recently returned from Walt Disney World. Yes. Okay. Happiest place right. on earth. All right. We did go see a Cirque du Soleil show. And? My first one. Yes. Pretty amazing. I mean, just with whatever. They did that. You've seen the people, like, online YouTube do the, like, trampoline stunts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're falling off backwards on the stuff? Right. I've seen it online. It looks cool. Seeing it in person? It's crazy. Insane. And these people fly. Like, they just It do. was not safe. No. no. Right. There's no wires. 
Well, that you, well that you see, but even yeah, if, but I still, mean, I but mean, still, it's it's the optical illusion is spooky. Right. So, which, which show did you see? Uh, I don't even know the name of it. So it's we, like French. About about six years ago, I was in Vegas. It's one of the new ones. Um, and it was they were doing uh, Love the Beatles. Okay, show. okay. And so they had this. There's this imagery. It'll stick with me forever because it was so cool. Everyone's painted up, and uh, it's from one of the lyrics of one of the songs. And someone's this girl's driving a little Volkswagen Beetle, and she gets in an accident. And the beetle turned into, like it always was, but you didn't realize. Yeah. It's a bunch of dancers, like, shaped like a beetle. Oh, wow. And as they hit the object, they all, like, nice, trampling away. Nice, Like, fly away like butterflies, kind of. And the visual was just so crazy. Because the car, like, disappears. Like, it, oh, it like, cool. floats away. And you're like, holy, that's awesome. Very cool. Very People cool. are amazing. So, the, the way they this come This show is stuff. amazing. This show, yeah, I, you know, I give it's it a... so amazing. Let's jump out to a break real quick here. <laughs> wow, he, he went there. Yeah, he yeah. so amazing. We need a break because it ain't easy being easy. That's for sure. I'm sorry, it's, it's what? When we come back, we're going <laughs> to meet the DLG. They're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite Halloween stories. Ooh. <laughs> Nerd Thug Radio. Talking nerdy to you. It was a great... Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star, or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at IRLoneStar.com slash contact us or call the station at 936-647-5747 for more information. Night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his... Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. How spooky. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Oh, wow. A little late there. <laughs> took, huh? took me a while there. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. It's kind of spooky. Which one is spooky? Uh, we'll just say it again. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Be safe, guys. Yeah, uh, everyone, do your happy trick-or-treating. Be Go safe. out there. Yep, yep. Watch out for the clowns. Make get, sure you check your candies. candies. God forbid they learn to ride horses. <laughs> clowns? Clowns, yeah. Man. They know. They know Clown they lives matter. Did you see the uh, the post I put on the Facebook? I saw that you uh, mentioned that you were going to... So we were in the Disney World. Clowns. We went to eat at this uh, Cuban restaurant. Okay. Oh, but you could, you could draw on the, like, the what you call it, tablecloth. Right. Oh, cool. So I put, like, hashtag Nerd Thug Radio, and then I drew a clown, and I put Clown Lives Matter underneath it and left it. I really hope I made an impression on someone. <laughs> I, I hope the person sitting that behind you set that restaurant on fire. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I saw a funny story, a uh, little internet story, where the, uh, this guy walks out and he sees a spider dragging a dead mouse up, up the wall of his house. That's terrifying. He proceeds to burn his house down. <laughs> I did see that story. That's crazy, burnt. right? I mean, Nico, play that spooky music. Let's get spooky. You would do that, right? Like, like, burn my house down? Yeah. Does he think there was an infestation? Well... I mean, one's enough, right? <laughs> one's enough. Like arachnophobia? Yeah. Once, that it movie? Starts, once it starts dragging mice, I mean, how far that's behind a, are people? That's pretty That's a pretty big spider. Arachnophobia. That movie creeped me out as a kid. Did there's it? A, there's yeah. A, there's a spider living in my car. Is there? Yeah. Did you drive out. this car? Yeah. How do you know? Yeah. Uh, I saw him earlier today. Did you schedule your driving test yet? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, Corey, see, you yeah. lose that bet. I know. I did. I did lose you that bet. You owe me some I, money. I asked him. What, you bet on this? Yeah, yeah I bet 15 to 1 that you didn't do it. I took wow. the odds. I took the odds. I mean, $1 truck gives me 15. Oh. Thanks, Joey. You're welcome. I, I mean, I had no choice. Right. I mean, those <laughs> odds, I had to. I, those are those are sucker odds. 
<laughs> so we are Nerd Thug Radio. This is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check all the archives, nerdthugradio.com. We a big deal, guys. We it's Halloween deal. time. It is Halloween. So spooky. This segment, we'd like to share some of our past Halloween experiences. No, that's not what we're going to do. Oh, what we're, are we going to do? We're going to tell stories. Scary like, stories. We're going to tell scary story. stories? Like, real scary stories? Yeah, like, things. I mean, do you not have scary stories? No. You're, I, don't, okay. I don't either. I want to say this about you, tough guy. Oh, I have one. <laughs> tough I have guy. one. You are the world's biggest baby. I'm the face that runs this place. Yeah, whatever. I'm not a big baby. I just you're, don't like him. You're a big baby. It's just not my thing. You don't like to be scared. Not, no, I don't. Like, I, I don't mind to scare. I'm the uh, guy that if I would go to, like, one of those, like, spooky haunted houses, yeah. spooky. I would start punching people. See, I <laughs> see. Uh, I take my life very serious. Those don't scare me because I know they can't touch me. And, like, that's a manufactured experience. So What to me, does scare the Corey DLG. Okay, so to me, spiders. now you know the spiders. You know spiders. I, demons. Demons, obviously. Uh, chicks bigger than you. Chicks bigger than me. Uh, right, they, don't, they don't scare me as much as they, <laughs> they scare you. Ghosts. They uh, intimidate me. They scare ghosts. You. Ghosts definitely uh, worry me a little bit. Um, so here's my thing. You know, growing up, we had a rather paranormal infested childhood. Spooky. Yes, you did. Uh, my sister and I have some crazy stories. Creepy stories. Crazy stories. Creepy. We grew up in Creepy. probably two of the more haunted houses. Like other people tell stories of spooky things that have happened to them, and I was like, okay, well, th- and then what happened? And then what happened? And they're like, well, no, that was it. Like the door. <laughs> oh yeah, let me tell you my story. And I'm like, that's not even. Please. So it's actually kind of been weird how paranormal things have sort of throughout my whole life. They've kind of happened to me in different places. I've been and, and done things with. Um, I'll tell, I'll tell you this cool, and this is a Let's cool do story. Let's do it. So when I was, when we moved into the house in Spring. Right. Uh, which my, is now up for sale. Go to HAR.com. That's true. Yep. I don't know where it's at on the website, but it is for sale. Zillow.com. Uh, Shout out Zillow. I, I can neither confirm nor deny if it's still haunted. Shout out HAR. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they did a, uh, a cleansing. I don't, know. I don't know. A soul <laughs> cleansing. Yeah. But anyway, now we've ruined the cell. Do they have like, <laughs> do they have like a, it's haunted. what do they call those? What do they call those? Like. A demon depossessor? Yeah, a depossessor. Uh, they, they had <laughs> an exorcism. A, an exorcism. That's what demon depossessor. <laughs> a demon depossessor. That's what they would sell at Walmart. They that's Corey's, that's Corey's uh, wrestling. That's the, as seen on TV. As seen on TV. That's going to be Corey's wrestling name. Corey, the demon depossessor. The depossessor. But right. so, uh, so growing, growing up in this house, I would actually see what, what we call shadow creatures. Shadow people, I called them. They were humanoid shaped. They would be actually darker than when you're sitting in a room at night and the lights are all off. They would be darker than that. So you could see them. It's it's weird to explain, but you can see them stand out in the darkness. They're they're literally darker than in the darkness. The darkness. So they would move around, and you could actually see, they would actually interact with my room. They would kick toys. They would I mean, and my mom would yell upstairs, "Corey, stop playing with your toys. Go to back to bed." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't get out of my bed." <laughs> so like I would just sit in my bed and watch these things. And there was always one that would try and uh, it would talk to me. It would try and whisper to me and stuff. But I couldn't understand it. I could hear it like kind of at the top of my hearing range. But I couldn't understand it. Like ever. This sort of like radio static a little bit. Yeah. It was very gibberishy. So, But it always wanted something. It was trying to get uh, something from me. And I could never figure out what it was. So finally one time it kind of makes this it gesture. It wanted your soul. It made this gesture Smoky. one time with its hand. A very particular gesture. Like an old timey where all the fingers kind of take a turn. In. Like it was a very weird. I don't know how to describe this radio like a, wise. Like a call on. I'm making a gesture to people right now that and no one no else one can, can see. see. We're not on the YouTube right. yet. That's right. We will be. But so like it's Soon like from index soon. to pinky. Like it's like a little wave across the hand. Yeah. But gesturing for you to come to them. But like with a really spooky, like really a, slow finger by finger. Right. Like I, I and, and honestly, we're all doing it now. We are. <laughs> and, it's, and it's weird. When I'm when I was 
a child. I never had seen this before, so it stuck in my head. Like it's not mimicking someone else. It was literally something independent that I've never seen. It was before. new to you. So it was a brand new thing, and Whoa. I was like, "Why is this?" So creepy? it wasn't just made up, you right? It wasn't something like is your ally. Right. Whoa, I was born of it. I was born but, um, with a shadow. So it wants me to. It wants me to come to it, and I tell it that I, I go, "No, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here." And when I say that, it kind of shrugs, and it takes a few steps back, and then jumps out the window of my bedroom. You never saw it again. I actually didn't. However, we're on the second story. And when it did this, my curtains flew in as though my window was open, and like a breeze hit. But my window was closed. And then it hit the gazebo that we had this old gazebo, a wooden gazebo. We had a chow at the time, Munchkin. Big old Munchkin. Munchkin goes ballistic. So bad that my dad actually runs to the backyard with a gun. Screaming, thinking that there's somebody in the backyard in our neighborhood, because when it there was a noise, something hit the gazebo after it, it was went out like my a... window. Yeah, it, it happened. It was a real good. That was oh yeah, a little. We could do like a little masterpiece theater, HG <laughs> uh, Wells style. But so so anyway, uh, you know, the next day I tell my mom the story, and she was like, "Whatever happens, stay in bed." She was like, "Do not Don't get out." She was like, "Do not get out of bed. Do not participate with these things." There was one thing in particular about this guy that I kind of always kept to myself because it was weird. He had a hat. He had a top yeah, hat. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. So he had like a very kind of – That's a, why you refuse to wear hats. Because they're stupid looking too. But also <laughs> – On you they're stupid. I don't look good in hats. You I really don't. don't. You don't. But so anyway, guy's got a hat. Not even a beanie. No, really. And everyone can wear a beanie except yeah, me. Except you. I, I look like a condom. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, so shadow guy wears a hat. So years go by. I mean, I tell a couple people the story here and there, but you no know, no one believes you. Well, no, it's not that they don't believe me, but the it's boy not, who it's, cried wolf. No, but anyway, years go by. I'm watching Ghost Hunters about three, four years ago, and they're on there, and one of the guys has kids, and sometimes the kids come on the cases with them. Okay, and so the daughter's like, "Hey, when you know, you were really into this a long time ago. Like, apparently, before he did Ghost Hunters, he did like hardcore, like." If he thought he saw a weird headline in the news, he would go and, like, real first-person investigate, like... These are the ones that were plumbers that became ghost hunters? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, like, he would travel and go to other towns Wherever. and, like, investigate... Try to figure it out. Right, and try it to... It was his hobby. Either debunk or prove it, but he would, like, interview the people and, like... He, he hunts a ghost and I just podcast. Correct. So this guy was, like, legit on cases, like, would investigate things. So the daughter was like, hey, what was the weirdest case you ever investigated back then? And he then tells the story. He says, there's about 40 to 50 cases that I investigated up and down the eastern seaboard. All of them had two things in common. They all involved young children, and they all involved this shadowed character with a hat. Now, I'm watching, and he says this. Spooky! And I I almost poop myself. And (laughs) then he does the hand motion. motion. He does it on the show. He does it. He literally does the hand motion of the show, and I'm seven years old on my couch watching this. <laughs> like, I flashback. I was like, oh, my God. And now I got super scared. I'm home alone when this guy does the motion. I'm terrified. I then call my mom. I am, I am 29 your, you call years your old. I call my mommy. I call my mommy. And I was like, Mom, I'm watching Ghost Hunters right now. She's like, what, what's going on? What, what, what is the matter? I'm talking about the kid in the you hat. Know, so I tell her the story again. And she's like, no, I remember the story. I remember the story. And I was like, he did the gesture. She goes, oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah, was cool. I was like, yeah, it is Your mom, though, creepy. was probably into, like, bottle two of her wine by that point. It, so it she was, was late just, in the evening. And she, she, was was like, just, she was just grooving, man. But she's she like, was lit. She was, she was lit. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid saying. But so she was like, that is kind of creepy. All right, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. But so, and then yeah. You no solace. Just an absolute terrifying moment because it definitely, like. That definitely happened. To me, that not only does it validate my experience, 
which I didn't need. I'm, I'm like, I'm not one of those people who needs someone else to tell me right, what right. I saw. I saw. You saw. I you saw. saw you I know. It. I saw it. But more than that, it's just weird because that means there's something going on there with children and with this right. thing. He's just looking for a friend. He just wants a friend to steal. Ooh, is that what he wanted? I mean, I how do you know? know? Did you like, ask him? No, because no, you wouldn't I mean, go with seemed, him. He That's seemed right. pretty upset after flying out the yeah, window. Yeah, right. Maybe it was Peter Pan. Oh, and I blew it. You blew your chance. I blew it. I could have been a lost boy. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I could have been nine forever. Yeah, I'm not a that big fan awful, of like scary movies and scary stuff. I do like chicks who wear all black, though. Okay, goth? You're into the goth? Not really the goth oh, as so much. Just, just chicks that wear black. Just girls with a dark yeah. palette? Yeah. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, we got like, our friends uh, Sunny Ray and Nicole okay. Renee and Larissa oh, Dolly. Hell dot on dot his. Yeah, they wear all black. And they're super hot, so yeah, I'm into that. super hot. I'm okay with that. Does that come with scary stuff? I mean, is no. it spooky at all? Is that all? spooky? I mean, it might be spooky if they like started <laughs> chanting or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they became witches. Yeah, they the turned only into witches the only on kind of Salem semi spooky story I have is when I was uh, hanging out in my old elementary school. The old elementary school. Church. And at that point, the building was like I don't know, like seventy years old. They've got demolished and rebuilt now, so it's probably no more ghosts there. But it was a we were hanging out one night because my mom was the assistant principal, so we were there late. We're sitting there. We're, were hanging you out. playing Yu Gi Oh? No, no Yu-Gi-Oh. I was hanging out with some of the older kids in Victoria, uh, oh, the sticky, other DLG. Sticky Bicky. Yeah. So we were hanging out, and uh, there's this like there's a big stage and a huge velvet curtain, just hanging out. And we're, we 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 hang we're hanging out in the cafeteria, and it's facing the stage. We always hear this big like thumping, like in the back, and we're like, that's that's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. I like it. I like so it. So we uh, we go to the side of the stage. We open up. And we see, like, a bunch of, like, red lights. And at first we're like, oh, it's probably just the fire thing. There's not a fire escape anywhere near, like, <laughs> any of those buildings. <laughs> so we all just kind of panic a little bit, and then we're just hanging out just in this semi-lit area. We're like, all right, guys, we're just going to hang out here until this goes away. Yeah, sometimes... <laughs> Did you it have ever those... go away? No. Sometimes when you have those moments, like, scary moments, you don't know how to react. Uh, I know we're, we're up against it here, but I got one quick one here. All right, quick one, then we'll uh, jump out. We'll come back. We'll do this. We'll do some more. We can have some more with this. Yeah, let's do but it. So we're sitting around a dark uh, in my living room of the still haunted house where the shadow people live. A bunch of us. This now we're all older. We're in our early twenties. Okay, we're sitting around a dark. So we're living drinking. Room. We're drinking. There's about ten of us in the room now. One of us goes on this verbal campaign that that ghosts don't exist. And now many people have experienced things in in that home. Many people are like, yeah, your house is kind of creepy, Corey. And so as we're sitting there in the dark, a bunch of people are like, maybe we shouldn't be sitting in this room in the dark. The power was out, and that's what was going on. Oh. And so and so this one buddy is like, these things aren't real. It's fake, blah, blah, blah. Almost on cue, like this massive shadow crosses the whole room. Everyone sees it. It's like just a black bar almost. It just Almost like a, like a sing-along. Like literally it just crosses yeah, the whole yeah. room, like just at its own steady pace. And as it crosses the coffee table in the center of the living room, there's these heavy stone coasters that are in the center of the table. They go flying as the bar crosses it. They land in the center of the room with a loud clatter like that. And as we're all sitting there, like, everyone kind of looks at him because he was the one saying that stuff doesn't. He literally stands up and goes, I feel sorry for everyone in this house. Storms out of the house, never once sets foot back in the home. Whoa. Never once for years wouldn't set foot back in the <laughs> That's house. That's creepy. Oh my god! Like it, it happened, and everyone's just sitting there, and someone was like, "Did that really just?" And I was like, "That's pretty much a call out." Like I yeah. don't know what to tell you there. <laughs> well, let's call out to a break real quick. Boom! You can uh, get these when we come back. How spooky! I will tell you why the Joey Savage was scared at a very young age. <laughs> Stay tuned, Nerdtug Radio. <laughs> Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Want to check out what it's like to be on the radio? Need credit for school? 
for an internship? Then contact Dick online at dick.irlonestar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station, and we are here to be part of the community. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Welcome back to the Nerd Thug Radio. Radio. Happy Halloween. The Captain Joey Savage, the werewolf, Corey DLG. And uh, Kermit the Frog here. Who is uh, nice. Spooky St. Nick over there. Nice. Spooky St. Nick. Spooky St. Nick. He's the Saint of Spooky. Saint of Spooky. <laughs> We're on uh, LoneStar.com. IRLoneStar.com to be sh- for sure. Yeah. Conroe's FM 104.5. 106.1. Sister Station. So before the break, I said, I'm going to tell you guys why I got scared at a young age. Why okay, you, I'm ready. I'm spooked. ready. So I've, I've got two very specific stories that changed my life forever as a kid. Okay. okay. All right. First one you were a part of. Oh, Lord. I conquered that fear, though, this week. Yes. At a very young age, uh, I went to the Disney World. Right. We All were right. five. We were children. Okay. Me, uh, my mom, my not my sister, but the Corey DLG was there. That's right. Um, neither one of our sisters were there. They were no. both alive, but they weren't there. Um, Sour Bunny was there. Yes, Sour Bunny was there. Both of our parents. Yeah. Now, before I get into this, do you think back in the day when we were at Disney World, there was like height requirements for rides? Uh, I would think... They were probably more relaxed back then, like suggestions. So at a very young age, um, Corey, your mom, yeah. decided we should ride Space Mountain. Yes. The best now, ride. Now, I'll say this. My mom loves roller coasters. She does. And she's also of the belief that there's no such thing as a scared kid. Just and my, a whiny my kid. Mom, my mom loved roller coasters as well. And I was gullible. I was like, okay. She's like, it'll be fun. Let's do it. I'm like, we're, I mean, we're five. Like, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I remember very distinctly the entire time of the roller coaster yelling at your mom saying, this is not fun. This is not fun. <laughs> it scarred me for life when it came to roller coasters. What? You never I, no, no, no. I didn't ride another roller coaster right. until I was like 16. Oh, okay. So it was like 11 years. All right. I didn't ride roller coasters. Okay. And see, see, for me, roller coasters... They were scary one year, and then they just weren't after that. Yeah, and I think as soon as as soon as girls were like, "Do you want to go on a ride with me?" That's when I was just like, "I will follow you people anywhere." What is going that on? one ride traumatized me for like eleven years? <laughs> and the only reason I ended up riding a roller coaster when I was sixteen is we were with a bunch of friends, and one of my buddies just had one of his kidneys removed, Ooh. and so there was three of us walking around. One of our guys wanted to ride roller coasters. Well, Kidney Boy couldn't. Right. So I was like, you know what, dude? I'll go with you. I'll suck it up. I'm 16 now. I could do this. <laughs> and then, I remember. I remember. And then I love it. And then after that, it was like whatever could be the most death-defying thing that brought me the biggest rush I was into. But for those 11 years, I was scared it's of roller like coasters. you rediscovered adrenaline. I did. <laughs> Story two. This is where we're going to get to the scary movies. Okay. Growing up, I was maybe five or six at the time. All right. All right. Uh, when I grew up, uh, it was me and my mom, my grandparents, my younger sister, and I had two older female cousins. Correct. We all lived together in this house. They were five and like seven years, eight years older than me. They were a few years older than us. Yeah. yeah they were, uh, my youngest one was at least five, and the other one's probably like seven, eight years older. All right. And it was around Halloween time. And they were watching some scary movie. Some spooky they're cool, movie. They're cool teenagers. Yeah, they were teenagers at that point. And and I was so like, six. We always wanted to be around them. We always wanted to be so cool yeah, with so them. I wanted to be cool. I'm hanging out right. with them. And there was this one movie. I don't, I don't even know the name of the movie, but all I remember is somebody getting beheaded 
and the Ooh. scary movie. Ooh. And after that, I was like, I'm never watching a scary movie again. If this is what it's like, <laughs> swipe left. Joey was, Savage is the, out. That was the exact opposite. When I was six, I was Because told, you're creepy. I, I rode the dungeon drop, and I enjoyed it. Uh, my mom said she saw my tiny little shoes flailing around at the top of the dungeon drop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sadie Savage is the same and my way. Favorite, my favorite movie when I was younger was well, The Mummy. <laughs> well, of course Sadie Savage is the same way. You've raised her to be a superhero. Yeah, she so when no we fear. went to Disney World, I was like, say, I need to ride Space Mountain. This is my, I need to conquer this fear. You know, I've ridden tons of roller coasters since then, but I've never been to the Space Mountain. Ooh. So we jump on there, and sure enough, she's like, it was kind of scary, but it was fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> and you were like, well, I think once is enough. No, I'm going like, to go. Right, we, can, we can do it again. Uh, Let's, go. Go. Let's go. I, Let's go. Let's go knock I, it out. I have, a, I have a pictures of me with the uh, peace sign, just straight-faced peace sign on straight every roller coaster. peace sign. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, people who take the funny photos at roller coasters? Like they yeah. blew like chess pieces out on the board and they're playing chess. And yeah, like that. I think those are really fun. We should do one of those. We should. We should do. One. I agree. What What theme park can we go to since they closed down Astroworld? Um, we have to go to San Antonio or Arlington. I can make some calls. I got some folks in the past. We can go to San Antonio. I can open up the Rolodex. There's some Six Flags contacts out there for San Antonio. Fiesta, Texas. I can, I can mix it happen. Six Flags over Ooh, Texas. We got, we got contacts over here. We got we got, we contacts. got contacts. Yeah, I got some contacts. Uh. Yeah, we got contacts. One eight hundred contacts. One eight hundred contacts. Oh yeah, deliver them right into your. Eye. You right. know, when the right mailman into your, right into your eye. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to tell you when the mailman <laughs> rings the doorbell, you open the door and you're like, "What?" And he just jabs him in your eye and walks away. <laughs> yeah. That's how perfect one eight hundred contacts is. Perfect. That's amazing. <laughs> Jab in the eye, fake scoopy. Now, the, hey, well, can we get that scary music back? Yeah, yeah I like let's get you. that back. That was fun. Let's do that again. All right. So, you're, do you have a scary story, or do you want me? Shut up! Any scary stories? You're such. What about um? What was while well, he's queuing that up? Even I had what was your stuff. favorite Halloween costume growing up? So it's really not scary at all. But it doesn't uh, have to be. My, it's my grandmother famously <laughs> made me a uh, Ninja Turtle costume for nice. hand. Nice. Um, like sewed me like a shell and all of it. So like it was a full full on, full on. and it was a bodysuit scenario. But they had to paint my face green. You yeah, like that? Um, and I wasn't prepared. Like, I just wasn't <laughs> mentally there yet to be like, yeah, paint my whole face green. Let's, Let's go wait for around it. for 45 minutes. Yeah. And then, and then trick or treat. No thanks. Like, I put the suit on and was like, Let's do it. And they were like, Wait, wait, wait you gotta have paint a, your face. Yeah, you don't have a green face yet. I um I was always a lazy Halloween kid. I am too. I'm bad at costumes. I, uh, I, I would just too. wear my baseball uniform and go as a baseball <laughs> player like every year. So a couple Genius. a couple years ago, I actually bought a costume. It was one of those inflatable ninja suits. So is this uh, let's get into this. Is this your favorite adult costume? Uh, I mean, it's the only as your time. Adult. It's the only time I've ever treated myself to a Halloween costume. Okay. Uh, and it was the inflatable one. Like it would, it literally blew up, and so yeah. like, I was in like a fat suit. Fat suit. And I was like a ninja. So, nice. so it was kind. Of, it was really. It was very comfortable. First of all, because yep. it was AC'd inside because Ooh, the, the fans. That is good. Right. So it's an outdoor party we're at, but it's Texas, so it's still a little it's warm. It's still hot. <laughs> right. It was like eighty at night. So, so I'm hanging out, and I'm in like this air conditioned. It's cooling <laughs> it's me off. Air conditioned um, Yeah. So I'm at this awesome party, and I'm just chugging away on the on the boozicals, and uh, I'm in, like <laughs> the this. Boozicals. Yeah, on nice. the boozicals, and I'm in this blow up suit. Like I look like Kirby, <laughs> yeah, but a ninja. It was a ninja, ninja costume. Kirby? Yeah, ninja was, Kirby. I was ninja Kirby. So I'm, that was that was probably the only time I ever splurged on it. Like I've only dressed up twice Halloween. for Halloween in my adult years, and they're both pretty like provocative type uh, <laughs> Halloween costumes. Well, are you gonna dress up tonight? Uh, probably, probably like a Pokeball. Maybe. Okay. All right. So one time, uh, the DLG, yes. you and your sister lived in the same apartment complex. Correct. Y'all threw a Halloween bash. We did. I came dressed to this Halloween bash as a hooker. Right, but as a female hooker. A female hooker. I was rocking one of my sister's leather skirts. Nice. I, I purchased a thong bikini to wear underneath. 
I had the high heels on and uh, a wig. About two hours into said um, party, it was getting pretty hot. Right. <laughs> so I just walked into one of the bedrooms and took everything off except the thong, and then just walked out to the party. And partied in a thong. <laughs> in a, in a, in a, if memory serves, the wig somehow was, made it back on. I was dancing all over Corey, too. It was yeah, hilarious. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. Just <laughs> grind all over It was man. awesome. and <laughs> It was the great stuff. And then I dressed up again. You know, I guess it's your sister. So we went to a Halloween party one time uh, with your sister. Uh, me and Mommy Savage, and we went all the way out. She's, I don't know, like, Channel View or something, like, way out there. Somebody she was working with. And we went as luchadors, because I had a luchador <laughs> mask. Nice. So I wore a luchador mask, a red cape, and then just spandex bottoms. That's okay. it. And all I was right. just rocking out, man. Just I like it. Rocking out. With you my... should do that tonight. That should tonight? be your costume tonight. You should I, can't do... fi- I want to, but I can't find that luchador mask. I bet we could come up with luchador mask. We, we got luchador mask. Don't worry Possible. about it. Possible. 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 So, uh, another scary story. So, All when right. I was in college. Let's go scary stories again. I gotta, I gotta, this, is, this is genuinely scary. Let's get to the spookiness. So, so get one your part, spooky story. So, okay, one part's not spooky. It's just scary Sweet. in general. And then one part is genuine. I'm ready. Let's terrifying. Genuine. I can do genuine, this. Genuine, terrifying. I can do this. So, when I was in college, the University of Alabama, I spent a year there. In Tuscaloosa, there was a mental health institute directly next to the university. That sounds scary. So occasionally, and I say occasionally, I'm going to go once every four to six weeks, the the police are notifying the students to not open their doors to anyone in an orange jumpsuit because they may have lost someone. Oh, that (laughs) is scary. It's like when you're driving down close to Huntsville and the sign, don't pick up hitchhikers. No hitchhikers, right, yeah. Yeah, so literally they were just notified, hey, just to let you know, we might have lost one of the crazies. Just to let you know. Hold on to him for us. We're, Don't. We're probably short of crazy, and if you meet someone who seems <laughs> we're a little probably short of crazy, if you see if you see someone in an orange jumpsuit, just be aware that they may be one of ours and not one of yours. Just did, think about. Did it. they mistake you for one of those? Um, I never wore the orange jumpsuit. Was this before or after your incident at Alabama? Oh, the incident. The incident. Oh, the incident. The inside incident. Well, this would happen all the time. So multiple oh, okay, times. Okay. Uh, but so before and after. Before and after. Uh-huh. So um, B I A I. So uh, then also there was a abandoned children's mental institution oh, about creepy. three miles away from campus. Okay, this is getting spooky. And the story there was it was it's a. It's all for you, Damien. It was a children's it, criminally insane. Oh gosh. And oh, then my and life. then at some point, and the reason it was so close to the school is because. That used to be one of the primary focuses of the Alabama education. Okay. So that college was known for helping, like, oh. graduating people in those fields. I know. Criminal but... justice and also mental health. What's, and then your job what's is creepier? down the road. What's creepier? A mental, like a, a crazy, like, well, kid or a crazy adult? Well, let me take you down. Let me tell you what happened, and then you can decide for yourself here. Okay. So be, because it's been abandoned for about 15 years at this point, the frats and the sororities. años. The frats and the sororities love to go down and, and do like prank nights and things okay. like that. Nope. And it's it's <laughs> swipe left. It's technically against the law. Obviously. It's trespassing. And cops regularly investigate that area because it is trespassing. Also, a radio station, a local radio station, has twice gone there on like Halloween times. Okay. And done uh like spooky shows. Like spooky shows and gotten weird stuff. We should have done, done this show from the graveyards. Uh, that would uh, I probably wouldn't do that. Okay. But they got they got like weird stuff back and like audio like EVPs and things like that. Gotcha. So gotcha. like not okay. Right. In Roger Dodger in a children's asylum. So uh, one not sober evening, the idea comes up in our group of friends. 
to Let's go to the worst place possible. To go to the worst place humanly possible, especially when you're not so. Let's go to hell in Alabama. Awesome. So, so we do. We sneak in. Alabama, which, which involves climbing over a fence that still has barbed wire. Do they awesome. call it Alabama? They don't. They should. That should. They could. Bada boom. Um, There's guys in the room. But so we climb over the fence. We go. We we. Are then thinking we're gonna have to break a window. I would love or something. to watch you climb over a fence. This is this is about sixty pounds lighter, uh, and also you gotta remember I still have I don't need more now post accident I don't, but pre accident I still have moments of athleticism. I can surprise you every once in a while. Moments, moments, moments. spooky. Right. That's probably spooky too. <laughs> but so we're thinking we gotta break a window or something. No, one of the doors is just swinging open. Oh. And by swinging open, I mean literally it's going. And there's no wind in sight. We take that as an invitation. We stroll right in. Okay, well, okay. someone wants to party. So we're hanging out. No hey guys, sober. we're here to party. Right, still not hanging sober. Hanging out with the ghosties. Getting less sober as it goes on. As we're walking through, we're hanging out, we're, we're creeping ourselves out, we're hearing things, we're seeing things. The weirdest part is, and I don't know who's in charge of abandoning buildings, I don't know who's in charge <laughs> of this, but whoever is, like their Let's process is always like the worst. Because there were literally like stuff still there, stuff still there. Children's pictures were still yeah, pinned they don't on walls. Now. They should leave it. Yeah, they just okay. Come with us. We're going to a whole new room here. Here we go. There we go, Crazy Tommy. Here we go. <laughs> so the Crazy Tommy's old stuff is there, and maybe has emotional heart, attachment. Heart, maybe he doesn't. Really I don't fast. know. But so like as we walk through, we get about halfway up, and me and one of my buddies, we get separated from everyone else. And we're second or third story of this like four story building, and we hear children's laughter. Oh, we I'm are a hundred percent sure we hear it. I'm out. We are. Oh. We are too many stories up. You to know, what? I never would smart. even have gone with them. I don't care how drunk I was. I wouldn't. Have I gone. don't know. I don't know. We I'm like out. We brought to catch the Japanese exchange student. Unless there were girls English. dressed in black, I probably would have gone. There. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So we both look at each other, and here's the thing, though: getting like it's old and decrepit. It's been ba- abandoned for right. 15 years. So we had to carefully get up these two flights of stairs to get here. We can't take off running. No, you got to no. be very meticulous. So we start. That's what they want you. That's to what do. they want you to do. They do. So we start to take off running, and we both kind of grab each other and realize we like we almost fall at the same time. We're like, we gotta we gotta watch our step here. We're gonna have to power walk. There's boards missing. There's oh, like steps missing, <sighs> and. The more you one, talk about it, the more my heart rate. 100% <laughs> You're scaring children's your, laughter. We were on the third floor. You're scaring we, spooky St. Nick. We spun uh, on each I'm other spooked. when it, like, we spun on each other when it happened. Because two of us are in the room, and one of us had just made the comment like, man, you know, who, who, what, what, what would be the weirdest thing that could happen right now? And then it was, <laughs> that was it. That was done. it. That was it. We were done. I, we, how, how about no? Right. Well, uh, As we're going downstairs, we're just yelling, everybody out, everybody out. We come out to a cop. They escort us back to the campus. They tell us never do it again. We didn't need to be told. And uh, let's never do this type of segment again. <laughs> so we're going to jump out here real quick. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into what Nerd Thug Radio does best, a little bit of comic pop culture. Ooh, we're going to talk nerdy to you. Talking nerdy to you. Oh, ya. yeah. Did you know your favorite show on Lone Star Community Radio are on social media? Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you name it, they're on it. Check out where they are online on IRLoneStar.com shows and see which of your favorite hosts are online. Make sure to follow them and see what is in store for the next broadcast. Follow Lone Star Community Radio on Twitter at IRLoneStar or Facebook with Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. I was working in the lab. Late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie 
Welcome back. Happy Halloween. This is Nerds Hugs Radio. Happy Halloween. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Spooky St. Nick here. Spooky St. Nick. Bilbo Bayo. Bilbo Bayo. Bilbo Bayo. <laughs> that was such a good one. That That's is a great one. one. But you get your hair cut, so I can't go that way anymore. Uh, yeah. You did. You did. You're, like, you're like Bilbo Bayo in recovery. Right. The hipster yeah. You just got out of rehab. <laughs> you're like Gerard Way now. <laughs> he just got out of like rehab, so he's like getting better and stuff. What happened to Bilbo? Why is he in rehab? <laughs> I mean, did you just see Bilbo? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> did you see him? Like I said, we're Nerd Thug Radio. We're on IRLoneStar.com. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. 106. Sister stations. stations. Uh, Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, Give us a like. Hashtag Talking Nerdy to you on, on pretty much all media. the social medias. And uh, nerdthugradio.com. Yeah. Dot com. So it's been a couple weeks since we've done a show. Yes. yes. And there's been a lot of exciting news. Media, comic related stuff. News. Let's get the big one out of the way. Okay. Walking Dead debut. Boom. It's back. It's back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Rick is back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. But not Glenn. But not Glenn. <laughs> but not Glenn. Because <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. He's dead. So everyone knew going into the episode, my life is over. or this season, that someone was going to get the end of Lucille. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as with uh, his his bat, barbar bat, barbar bat, Lucille is going to kill. So Glenn wasn't the only one. No, no, it was also Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. No, I... just Abraham, <laughs> Abraham and Glenn. My guts, still Nico. Feeling. I watched... were you surprised? Yes. Okay, you know who I was surprised died? Who? Abraham. Yes, that's. A, I was not surprised about Glenn. Well, okay, here, we know what we know. Here we go. One of one of our one of our friends. We play clicks with this young feller. His name is uh, Jordan Harris. Yes. He uh, he put on the Facebook. He said, "I don't want to hear anybody crying about spoilers over The Walking Dead. Have you never read the comic book? This yeah. is true. It's, it's yes, like true. saying, oh, Snape kills Dumbledore in the sixth movie. Have you never read the book? Right." The so books were out for a long time before the movies. So, yeah, true. so I've got a lot of a lot of friends who, you know, we said we've grown the Walking Dead mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, community. Mm-hmm. Me and the me and the Ali Savage amongst mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. side of the world. Mm-hmm, and they everyone asked me, "Who do you think? Who do you think?" Like, it's going to be Glenn. It's got to be Glenn. That's what that's what happens in the comics. Right. It's going to be Glenn. I nailed it. The Abraham thing didn't see that coming. Right. Very that, surprised. And what's interesting about the Abraham thing is it looked like in his story that they were turning a page right. and about to go in a brand new direction. That's what that's what all of us were saying. Is that Abraham? Abraham looked like he was ready to start a new because he had found a new relationship with, with Sasha, uh, right? With Sasha, but also with uh, with his protector, uh, the guy he's been protecting the whole time. Um, um, I forget the guy's name. Eugene. Eugene. Mullet man. So Eugene and him were now equals. Remember, they had kind of come to that understanding. Eugene was like, "I don't need you anymore." And so now they were zombie killing buddies, right? Yep. Um, instead of instead of protector and protectee. Yep. Do you know why I think Abraham got the hammer? Why? Why? Daryl. Go on. <sighs> okay. We both read the comics. Correct. So in the comics, I'm up to this point. Okay. Uh, let's let's get it to the TV show. Rick has always been the man. Right. Like Rick's the man. He's Rick the leader. Is the man. He's the man. Even when he's not the leader, he's the leader. He's correct. The man. He's always had a sidekick though in the comics. Yes. First, it was Shane. Right, yep. that didn't last very long. Nope. Um, after Shane, he Tyrone. meets Ty- Tyrese. Tyrese. Tyrone. It's Tyrese. It's Ty- he's, he's he's pretty swag. It's Tyrese, and so him and Tyrese are buddies. Then you have the prison scene in the comic books. He right. dies in there. Right. They stumble upon Abraham. Right. And now it's him and, him and Abraham the whole time. So him and Abraham are like are sidekicks. You know, that's his sidekick. They're they're that's his this is right hand man. That's his right hand man. Okay. But the love of Norman Reedus as Daryl in the show 
I don't know if they can really but, uh, kill him off. In this uh in this uh this new episode, they've removed Daryl from the equation. Uh Negan has taken him from the group. It's true, no, true, but it's he's true. still on the show. He's still on the show, but he's removed from the main group. Like Daryl's character was supposed to be killed off first season. First season. Correct. He did such a great job, everybody fell in love with him. And they he's kept him. he's become Rick's right hand man the entire time. Because of that, it's, inter- some- it's interesting that you say that because in the episode, Negan uh, says, uh, it's good to have a right-hand man. And he's like, they're just... <laughs> and, so every- and he's talking about uh, that's after Abraham dies. And so all these people, you know, they die in the comics anyways and they keep getting replaced, but now they're dying in different aspects in the show. Right. In different times of the show. Right. Yes. And Daryl is still hanging around. And I don't... I don't know. I, I uh... think... They're gonna eventually, I think, gonna have to kill him off. No, I don't think so. You think he's gonna survive the whole time? Yeah, I don't know how this show ends. I don't either. That's the thing is, I don't think the show necessarily has to end. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna end Why? eventually. No, I mean the show's gonna end. Why? Like, not like there's gonna be an ending to the show, but at some point, it's not gonna get renewed. Like the zombie fad's gonna fade away and it's gonna be gone. I don't think so. I think it will. I don't, know, I don't think the zombie fad can fade. I think the show can stay. I mean, there are people who are already mad that Game of Thrones has an announced ending. Game of Thrones was always gonna have an end. This thing could literally go on forever. Robert Kirkman is famous as said the comic book may never end. He's got right. ideas out to the 400s. That would be great. So, in theory, now you got to remember, there's been shows that have existed for different iterations, but for 15, 20 years. Like The Simpsons? The Law and Orders. The Simpsons. <laughs> Every Law yeah, and Law and Orders. Are, I mean, I wouldn't consider I can them. Watch they're, Law they're very and much forever. I hate that show so much. Oh. Bum, watch bum. it forever. I, do, uh, I love it forever. It makes me feel bum, like a bum. fake TV lawyer. Like, I think <laughs> I know so much about, about laws. Yeah, I can defend myself, I feel like. So, yeah, so it was the Abraham... Was was very surprising to me. The Abraham is, but I don't think the show ends. I think they could go forever, and I think Daryl and Rick wisely could choose to stay as long as they choose right. to stay on the show. Uh, Norman Reedus, I think he knows what he's got here, and he could do other stuff. That's the thing. He is Rick, kind of doing other stuff. He already. does already other stuff already, and that's the thing about the way this is scheduled. It's a short season for these guys. They film two ten episodes, you know, arcs, and then they could they're free to do other stuff. Right. So it isn't as though his career is limited. You know, there's plenty of times when actors are like, I got to get off this show because it's time to move on and do bigger and better. Right, right. But in a situation like this, a lot of people are dying to get into good TV shows. This guy's on a good TV show, and he's That's developing true. his own character. I mean, think about how the actors acted about, uh, about uh, like, uh, True Detective. With Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, they both said, they both said they loved the idea of, like, a six-episode movie. Right, right. They were like, this is so great because we get to develop our characters more. Yeah. We get to tell these bigger stories. Even so, uh, even the other day I saw an interview and, uh, and Mel Gibson, I think, was who I was watching, if, if I remember correctly. And he even acknowledges that right now television is where storytelling is and movies is where entertainment is. No, definitely. I believe that. I believe that wholeheartedly. Because you, you can do so much more with a TV show than you can with the movie. Well, you can you because su- you you've got 10 episodes at an hour long. That's 10 hours of footage. Right. Yeah. A movie's right. two hours. And even if there's even if there's 8 or 12 or 15 characters, there's going to be room for you to have some really That's great why I really You can see those interactions. And this is why I really characters. feel like the X-Men should franchise be a TV should be a TV God, show. I know, there's I know. so many of them, and there's so many different stories. There's so many things you can do. It right. would be such a great live-action show. It would have to be like a 10 or 12-episode season because of the special effects. Yeah, no, definitely. But it could totally be, it should be done, and should go movie channel. Yeah. It should be like an HBO show. Or Netflix. Or, or Netflix. Hulu Netflix or something can like that. gladly take all of them. Well, they do have Legion coming out, so we'll Yeah, and see. I'm seeing some previews about it, but it really makes me confused about what it's about. Right. 
I'm a about concerned. a legion. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. All right, so bump me out of this. Give me into something. What are we bump going? me out. Okay, so let's jump out to some new news. Uh, let's talk a little Deadpool. Okay. Let's talk some Deadpool right. here. We got some interesting. We got about five minutes. Let's get some Deadpool in here. Right. And we'll what, do do you later. what do you want to do about Deadpool? Um, so they just big big news this week. This Deadpool. is huge news. Uh, the director of Deadpool. He walked out. And Ryan Reynolds had a little spiffy spiffy, and he has walked out on. He's left the project. He's left he's now. Gone. Now, for the record. The director was not signed for Deadpool 2. He was not. He was, however, helping develop it. And they had and some the creative. And the assumption was he would sign on and direct it. And they had some creative differences. And Ryan Reynolds, here's the thing. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. He is Deadpool. So it yeah. doesn't matter who the director is. It no, doesn't it really matter what the story it is. It really doesn't. Uh, the biggest thing that I, that I news I've seen about it is Ryan Reynolds wanted to stick with the, the lower budget type of movie. Well, he, wanted, he didn't want to change the tone. Right. And it was a Tim Miller, right? Tim yeah. Miller wanted to make it this like big Marvel esque blockbuster. Right. He wanted to give Deadpool like, nah, his. I want to do that. He wanted to give Deadpool his day in the sun. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And, and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds true. wisely said, "We're gonna do more of what worked the last time." And they, they've um, they've ca- not cast, but they've interviewed or, or auditioned. Also, I heard this: like this six people for Domino. Uh, this affected the the decision of Tim Miller. Tim Miller had a pick for Cable already. And Ryan Reynolds didn't like the pick. I saw mm. the guy's name. It didn't stick oh, to me. Oh, it's the guy from Homeland, right? Is that who it is? Yes. Yeah, okay, because he was didn't... also in Vars- uh, that that uh, Friday Night Lights. That guy. Okay, because it I didn't it didn't ring to me as, as the guy that I know. the main character from Friday Night Lights. The coach? Yeah. The, really? Yeah. The coach that can't be Cable. No, it can't no, be. That's not Cable. No. Nope. Um, so then Ryan Reynolds was next. right, and Tim yeah. Miller was wrong. Well, Tim Miller's already left. He's he's directing so, a new movie. So already. Tim Miller's yeah, back. He's, he's out. He's left. Yeah, he's gone. He's done. Okay. I want to talk about this. Go ahead. Logan. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this Logan trailer. Yeah. Uh, I watched it like 87 times. Boom, boom, boom. He watched that 87 times. Right. right. My mind is blown right now. 87 times. 87 times. Times, times two minutes. That's 17 hours. <laughs> My, I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> um, it was amazing. It looks like, good. It does look good. It looks so good. And the Johnny Cash song is perfect for it. I, love it, it. I Johnny hurt Cash. myself. Today that's beautiful. Is it Johnny Cash singing it? It's Johnny Cash singing that's it. That's the Johnny Cash version. It is uh, Johnny Cash version of the Nine, Nine Inch, Inch Nails, Nails song, Hurt. written by Trent Reznor. Yeah, Trent Reznor's um, pretty pretty baller. So this whole the uh, <laughs> Profex looks so old. Yeah, and decrepit. he really does. <laughs> Patrick Stewart looks like he's one bad breath away from death in this movie. And I'm I'm excited to see uh, the chick who's playing X twenty three. Like, She's yeah. pretty young. I was hoping for maybe like a, a teenage bit version. Older. Yeah, me too. But I should wait and see what happens. This actually is probably better because it's going to be creepier. Creepier. Spooky. Right? Because like, like young X-23 is creepy. Teenage X-23 is angsty. Right? Right. The only, only, only drawback. For those who don't know, X-23 is a female clone of Wolverine. Of Wolverine. The Wolverine. The, uh, a lot of military projects try and copy Wolverine. They're trying to create a new one. The problem that they have is it can never really work out. They always have trouble getting the right. healing factor right. Right, right, right. All of a sudden, for some reason, it works, but it happens to be when they try it on a girl instead of a guy. I'm just – the only thing that I'm concerned about is the the timing of the movie. It's in the future. It's in the future. So now X-23 is not going to really be able to play in any of, like, well, no, that's kind of the point on. of this, I think. is The point of this is – It's to close Logan out, yeah, for it's, sure. It's, this is, Hugh Jackman's done. This is Hugh Jackman's gift. This is – they said, Hugh – you're gonna go crazy. You're gonna you're gonna stab some things. You're gonna have a ball. We're gonna tell a really poignant Wolverine story. And then you're gonna be. Done. I, I know done. he's walking away. Yeah. So it's Old Man Logan. Um, that's the story. At the end of Old Man Logan, though, he survives to create a new Avengers team, kind of in this desolate future. Yeah, with the I baby expect Hulk to see. Him. Yeah, with Baby Hulk in a backpack. It's, it's a cool visual. I expect Old Man Logan, and this movie, I expect Logan dies. You think so? Yeah. 
I think in the in the, oh, in the last so in the last five minutes he has very sad death. Very sad, quick death. That no, probably slow. Painless. No, painful? probably very painful. Oh yeah, probably. Because painful. one thing Hugh Jackman will just rip his entire skeletal system out. Right, Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> one thing Hugh Jackman does great is yell. <laughs> And then look like he gets hurt. Right, right. So he's going to do that super hard. At the right, end there. that's going to be super special. I'm excited. This segment was super special. Yes, it was. And we're going <laughs> to jump talking out. about the death of Hugh Jackman. Jump out. When we come back, we're going to get into uh, the weekly top three this week. Oh, oh my gosh, Nerd right. Thug Radio. Get excited. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio. I love this song, man. <laughs> it's so Welcome great. back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nigo DLG. I mean, you know you go after him every time. I know, right? but I, I was just thinking about this as Halloween, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's children. a movie you can watch twice a year. <laughs> Boys and girls. Of every age. Children of all ages. Every. This is the Weekly Top 3. Weekly, Weekly, Weekly Top 3. Boom, it was like my 80s power ballad. I love nice. it, man. I okay. love it. All right, good, good. This week in the weekly top three, we're sticking Halloween-themed. All right. got, i got to pull up my list here. I wrote it down Halloween characters, spooky video game characters scary. for Nico. If it's scary in a character or Halloween-themed, Halloween it's in. And typical Nerd Thug fashion, we go worst first. Nico. And this week, Nico's actually joining us in the top three. I wrote it down this time, guys. This number is three, important. Nico. All right, so my number three... Is Rick Taylor. Never heard of it. All right, he's the main character of the video game franchise, Splatterhouse. Never even heard of it. It's a, it's an old arcade game. I, regr- I regret already letting him do video game characters. All right, so Go Rick ahead. Taylor, it's the Splatterhouse. <laughs> it's a great game. Okay. So it's about there's this couple that goes to this crazy psychiatric house, but it's actually like a crazy haunted house. And uh, the, Corey, uh, you're number three. <laughs> oh, my guys, i got to explain the story. Corey, the you're number three. So they go to this abandoned... What happens? They go to the abandoned house, the girlfriend gets captured, and then Rick Taylor finds this mask. It's called the Mask of Terror that grants him super strength and, like, mutates his body, and he basically, like, hulks out. So he turns into Jason Voorhees. It, basically. So your character is Jason Voorhees. He's ba- he, Yeah. I submit Wait. that your answer is Jason Voorhees. Let All me right. ask you this question. Yeah. Have you played this video game? Yes. Okay. Well, All right. Okay. Fair All right. enough. That's, fair enough. That's a step up. Not like the, the other, video game yeah, days. No, yeah. Top three. All right, Corey, you're Where number you three. Every game made before 1985. Before you were born. Yes. Yes. Before you even thought of. I know. <laughs> All right, so my before number three. Before Corey was even born. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> Why were you saying it like that? Like, that felt very old. Because <laughs> those games were old. It was the Atari. <laughs> the worst. The Magnavox first game Odyssey, ever made. The, Atari. the Magnavox Odyssey? Yeah, so he's Magnavox never Odyssey even, 2. He's never even played never even He's never even put it in his hands. One of them he mentioned even you had to put a sheet on front of the television. It's like having an internet that's girlfriend. That's not a video It's like game. having an internet girlfriend. Oh, that's man. not the same thing. Oh, man, Titeo. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, cool. No you're, number, you're number three. Okay, so my number three is we actually just heard a song from his movie. Jack Skellington. Hey, okay. he's um, there. Well, that's my number one, so there goes that. Okay. <laughs> that's your number one, really? Yeah, dude, I love Jack Skellington. So I man. like Jack Skellington as well. He's fun. He's excited. I'll, just, I'll talk about the movie more. Yeah, yeah. We, and he, his heart was in the right place. He wanted to try and do something different and kind of expand outside of their 
their locked-in world. Tim Burton tells some stories with his stories. He I does. Like it. That was my number one, so now I'm going to switch my entire top three up. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk some more Jack Skellington. Because, no, I really like Jack Skellington. I like the idea that he is an important person in his town, but it's still kind of he bored. He is the man in his town. Right, but he was still He's bored the pumpkin king. with He's his the pumpkin existence. King. Right. And still felt like there's more to do, there's more I can be doing. I want to bring joy to the whole world. Halloween, Christmas. He felt like they were bringing joy to the world at Halloween time. Right. And he wanted more. Right. He wanted more than one day to shine. Now, is that greed? Santa Claus. As we say that out loud, is that bad? He probably, wanted, he wanted to shine more? Yeah, he wanted He wanted to take over Sandy Claus, as they called him. Right. Sandy they did, Claus. They did, Sandy Claus. They did kidnap Santa. In hindsight, maybe. No, wasn't that the they boogeyman? Kidnapped Santa. No, it was Boogie's kids. Right. Boogie's Boogie, kids. Boogeyman's yeah. kids. And he specifically told them, don't tell Boogie about this. And, and they, they did because they're his kids. Well, did, did I do love find the out? I think they took him. No, they took they took Santa Claus to him. Like oh, they no, pushed I him thought... down. No, they pushed him down the thing. Like, that's right. Because they right, show they up did. the first time and they've kidnapped the Easter Bunny. That's right. <laughs> so they take that's him right. back. So they go get Sandy Claus <laughs> and they push him down the tube and he and then he winds up. Yeah, that's my favorite musical number. The boogie song. The boogie song. I'm the boogeyman. Because I'm the boogeyman. Sounds a lot like. Have you seen the Princess and the Frog? That Disney movie. No. It's the one like, movie I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Voodoo King villain yeah, yeah, exactly. sounds a lot like the Boogeyman. <laughs> they might be the, the same person. person. Yeah. might be the same person. Uh, my favorite song from the movie, I love that it's a musical, too. Uh, I will say this. Yeah. I'm a sucker for a good musical. You are a sucker. It's a good musical. That's South you, Park. South Park's a great musical. That's why you love the show Glee so much. Blame Canada. This this makes a lot of sense now. I do love, I do love Glee. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not ashamed of it. It's no, on the man. radio now. Hey, own it. All of Conroe. Own it, bro. My name is Corey. I'm the DLG, and I love Glee. Own it, bro. I own it. Own up to it. Uh, but anyway, uh, what's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. What's this? What's this? There's snow that's everywhere. Yeah, that's a good movie. I, I, you can't go wrong. Little Willie Savage loves this movie. You can watch it twice a year. No, we've watched this you movie. You can watch it way more than yeah, that. We've no, watched... I know, but like it's thematic in twice. Oh, we've I We've watched this yeah. movie. I've probably seen this movie over 100 times in the last <laughs> two years. It's pretty good. <laughs> he loves it. i got to tell you, one thing, and I don't have kids myself, but I do know this from being the oldest of five and also experiencing the joy of parenthood through you and my sister uh you guys all have kids uh you're gonna watch the same movie about 300 yeah. times they're yes. gonna find a movie they like and you're I, gonna I've watch s- the, the same wasn't like that but i've told yeah. this about about willie like it started with um what did it start with like james and the giant peach and then it was the guardians <laughs> the, but at least these are like really i love james, the giant james peach. Played, oh, then it man. was the guardians then it was shark boy lava girl <laughs> and then it was didn't lava girl turn out to be really hot yeah she is i gotta google that so did shark boy he turned out to be pretty pretty much a stud yeah. We're going to power through. I mean, he's a stud. Yeah, yeah. He's a stud. He's a stud. All right, and so I guess let me get to my number three. Nico's was the Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love that movie. Thankfully, we had just moved away from VHS. Yep, Otherwise, yep, yep. he only would have gotten to watch it a finite number of times. Because oh, okay. <laughs> he watched it so much. I mean, a VHS would have quit. It, w- it yeah. broke on him? It would have. All right, so my number three. I have an honorable mention. Okay. Oh, 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 oh okay. Oh. It's uh, Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin Patch. Man, I thought about it. I thought, I thought, <laughs> I thought long best, and hard character. about it. The best character. Uh, my number it. three, I, I, uh, he was my honorable mention, but since Corey stole my number one, I'm going to throw him in at number three. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh, the I most can't believe intense character. Casper's so great, man. Casper killing it over can here. Can I tell you? Can I, t- I have a funny Casper story, actually. Yeah, yeah go ahead. So it's a children's movie. It is. It's Christina great. Ricci. Ooh. Uh, turned out Black Snake Moan. She's so it's hot. Just, in that movie. just watch Black Snake Moan. She's hot in, in Casper. 
What? <laughs> wait, wait, no. Black Snake Moan. Right. She's hot in Black Snake Moan. Casper, she's she is nine. So Black Snake Moan. Dude, my Lord. favorite joke is people always like, man, I like that Drew Barrymore. I was like, yeah, she's really hot. Especially in that movie E.T. <laughs> I mean, just look, at me like look at me like I'm weird. I don't know why. I don't yeah, get it. You're the weird one. I'm the weird one. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Christina Ricci. So, um, so we're Casper. watching this the other day. It was on at uh, Casa DLG. Casa DLG. Now, uh, Nico's mom, my stepmom. Uh, um, hey, mom. Still listen to the show? She yeah. does not listen to the show. She's, she's a powerful woman. She has a powerful job. She does. She has an important position in she the community. She runs the family. She runs the family as well. She's a very smart, intelligent woman. <laughs> These are the nicest things you've ever said about her. She will never hear them. Right, because <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. No. Which yeah. is a, it's a personal choice, and I one I would make too if I had to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she then proceeds to ask about 20 questions about a children's movie. Casper. Like, as it was happening, she was like, wait, I don't understand what... Do they just bring someone back to life? What is happening? Is that an elixir? What are they going to do? And I was like, why are you having so much trouble with this children's it's movie? Don't worry. Like, she does that for every movie. Just be glad you don't have to go to the theater with her. <laughs> I really, you can't talk. This is the theater. <laughs> but she did. She asked about ten questions about a kid's movie. It's a great movie. I finally had to call her out on it, and I was like, I was like you got to stop, because you're asking, you're, asking you're asking questions about a kid's movie. It's a great movie. There's also a great TV show, a cartoon about it. Yeah, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good Car- stuff. Pretty good stuff. It's, it's Casper's the Great. Casper's great. Casper's the great. I really hate the great. Nico, you're number two. Mine is the Bandaged Man from Bloodborne. Never heard of it. Bloodborne is a fantastic game. It's a wait, wait. Have you played it? Yes, I've 100 percented the game. Okay. Oh, he's 100 percented this game. Um, It is a spiritual successor to Dark Souls, of course. Spiritual successor to Dark Souls. Successor. Everyone gets that. Successor. 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 Uh, It's a fantastic game, and basically you can go around and save. You save. You save these people. (laughs) You save these people around the town who are trapped by these. uh, by these werewolf-like creatures. Werewolf-like creatures. And uh, you find this bandaged man sitting on top of a roof, and he's like, hey, I need somewhere to stay. Do you Is know any places? Mummy? No, he just has bandages over his face. Like a mummy. Like a mummy, but the rest of his body, he's so just So his number pants. two is the mummy from the, the mummy. mummy shows. Okay. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan uh, Fraser's the mummy. But you, okay. bring, you, bring him into, you bring him into the church that's supposed to ward off beasts, and uh, you find that one, one by one, the people that, other people that you've brought into the church slowly start dying, and then you find out he killed them all because he is a werewolf, and he ate them all. And so then you fight him to the death. So Taylor wow. Lautner is his number two. Right. From yes. Twilight. So his number two is a Will werewolf. Ferrell playing Taylor Lautner. <laughs> and the bandage. As guy. the mummy. As the mummy from <laughs> Brendan Fraser. All right, okay. Corey, you're yeah. number two. Okay, uh, mine is Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. No, it's... Uh, so is my number two is you guys got me all worried now. Like, <laughs> you're throwing hand signs. I thought someone's stealing second. Um, no, so my number two is actually the aliens. The aliens. Okay. The, movie. the xenomorphs. Aliens. The xenomorphs. Xenomorphs. So they're the queen xenomorph. Uh, not the queen. The, the just soldiers. Them, just them. Just in general. The in standard general. ones. Especially in, in, the, in the first and second movie, okay. where they are terrified. Oh yeah, they are. The first movie, you don't know what's happening. It's a creature feature <laughs> everywhere. It pops out of the guy's chest. <laughs> ah, everyone's scared. Uh, one scene you hear a noise and you're going into the back of the room and the cat jumps out and you're like, oh, it's just a cat. And then all of a sudden it was right behind you. Ooh. Like, it, like they're just oh, scary. Super very, scary. Very, like, suspenseful thriller scary right. movie. Like, right. it does it all at Shout one. out to H.R. Geiger. Also, yeah. Uh, Shout out to Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Ooh. That's what I was going to say. Hey, girl, call this me. This is a strong female lead. Kicking butt. Taking names. She's rad. And, like, saving Bill Pullman. Game over, man. And this Game is, over. And this is not, like, modern time. This is, no, like this early is 90s? Uh, late 80s. Late early 80s, 90s? Like, yeah. Yep. When women weren't the big leads. And right. when they were, it's because 
They were like Pamela Anderson and like Barbarella or something. No, she does have a really sexy scene at one point. She's in the t-shirt and in right, right. But most stuff shooting she's just, it up. But she's, she's like just, just kicking butts, taking names. Ba. She's, she's super red. Right. So we're, about, we're up against a break. So I'll get my number two in really quickly here. What do you got? Kill it. Uh, my number two is the character Captain Spaulding. Okay. From the movie House of a Thousand Corpses. Ah. He uh, he's the clown. He's okay. Like the leader oh, of the little awesome. like he's the leader of the little like serial killer family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a clown, and it's a Rob Zombie. F- Flick. It was Rob it, Zombie's directorial debut. Yes, it was. His wife's in it. Super hot. Yeah. Um, so look, there is a horror type movie that I'm into. There you go. There House you of go. a Thousand Corpses. Now, corpses. if you are Rob Zombie, you have to have a hot wife. Oh, you have to. Have to. I mean, otherwise, why make Dragzilla? Exactly. Right. Boom. Burn through the bitches. That movie's so good. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> I love that rendition. Uh, so let's Dragula out here. Dragula <laughs> <Too> out. <laughs> When we come back. You're still doing so good at these. We're going to get into our numero unos Ooh. on the weekly top three. Thug Radio. Stay com. with us. In this town, we come home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, joey. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, okay. All right. I'm the face that runs the place, the Captain Joey Savage. You're very excited about it. Mr. Oh, America. Oh, is this me? Is this me? Corey DLG. That's right. That's me. That's me. Spooky St. Nick over here. <laughs> the rehab version of Bilbo Bayo. That's right. <laughs> rehab, rehab Bilbo Bayo. Welcome think, back. I think he looks like Hispanic Gerard Way. Yeah? Yeah, with the email. Gerard haircut. Way. The lead singer, Mike Chemical Romance. Gerard Way. Gerard Way. We are Nerd Thug Radio. We are on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. You can catch all of our archive shows at NerdThugRadio.com. You can go to Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. One right. thing we haven't talked about yet, Extra Life this week. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're at, we're on segment week. six, and we've just now we mentioned just it. just now mentioned it. We are going to game our brains out. November 5th, uh, ExtraLife.org uh, is like this community google it because i think it gets the, it's, the it's name. a nationwide uh charity, charity event. event and so we're the gonna uh, game children's for, hospital network it's gonna benefit the children's miracle network charitable children's miracle network and there's one here in the woodlands that we will be donating our, our cash to that's right so we've already got the website set up we've already got the page set up we've already got the profile we've made. got a whole team of team nerd thug that's right um, but only two of the three members have actually signed up hopefully by the time looking at you bilbo bayo yeah Me? Haven't even signed up on the squad yet. Come on now. So now we're going to call out Donnie Utah. Yeah, Donnie Utah. Matthew Mayhem. Matthew Mayhem. And Brian Dollar General Lumen. I was going to say the Luminati. Dollar General. <laughs> we're going to call you out. You guys got to sign up on there. If but, you would like to make a donation, Corey. Yes, absolutely. So if you Google Extra Life, what's going to come up? You're going to see extra. I think it's ex, www.extra.life.org. I think it's extra-life. Dash, not dot. Dash-life.org. So – you go to the website, you search Nerd Thug in the search bar, we're going to come up because I made Nerd Thug Radio a team. And uh, we all have an individual pages. So That's right. So you can donate page. to my page, you can donate to Joey's page. It doesn't page. matter whose page you donate to. I mean, it matters for place. bragging rights. It's, it's going to the same place. Because I'm going to win. Right now we're tied. We're tied right now. Yeah, we are. I'm going to win. I don't care. Um, but it is all for good calls. We would like to we would like to raise $1,000 as the goal I set for this team. Right, right. Right now that feels a little lofty considering where we're at. 
But there's no quit in Nerd Thug Radio. That's right. There's no quit. 25 hours. We're going one extra mile. We're going to game 25 hours. We chose November 5th. That's the National Extra Life Day. And they uh, went ahead and put Daylight Savings Time in there. So we will game 25 hours straight. We will be at the DLG Casa. So if you uh, want to get involved in this, if you want to play games with us. Yeah, hit us up on the Facebook. We'll arrange it. Come out with us. Email us at nerdthugradio at gmail.com. This is the big thing I'm going to try to do. Ooh. We're going to try to live stream the full twenty five hours. Gonna be a, it's gonna be an event. Yeah. On uh, the Facebook page. It's backslash Nerd Thug Radio. There's gonna be video the games, there's gonna be hero clicks, there's, there's gonna, gonna be board some, games. Probably some magic. Probably some magic. Sadie Savage will be Minecrafting. She's gonna Minecraft. Zack Attack will be playing Logic Dial. Logic Dial. Oh, of course it's gonna be great. Oh my god. Gonna be great. I'm so excited. So let's get back to what we all have become famous for. The, the week- number ones in the weekly top three? Oh, I thought it was that crime of that no, place. No, 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 no. That's not the one. Uh, oh. How to Make a Murder Part 3. Oh, Featuring the Corey DLG. <laughs> so, Nico. Okay. Your number one. We all know the, the classic video game Resident Evil, one I you, I believe you've heard of. I have. Have you played it? Yes. The original. Yes. Okay. It's, from, it's I, from Capcom. It is from Capcom. Capcom. And my number one character is the main antagonist, Wesker. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So he's a he's a very slick businessman, scientist type dude, who uh, creates this virus that uh, enhances him into crazy superhuman abilities, but turns everyone else into zombies. Everyone else? Pretty much everyone else. It does. It does. You're right about that. I remember um, that game. My my uh, my. I don't best... think I realized he was the bad guy. He is the. Bad I guy. mean, you're right. Like, you don't fight him in the first one, though. No. My favorite because you're um, just investigating like the mansion. Yeah, you're in that house. My yeah. favorite memory of this game is uh, my friend, well, my best friend growing up, Randy. We would be at his house, and his mom would let us stay up as late <laughs> as we want. So literally, we'd be video gaming until like six, seven in the morning, and we'd sleep all day during the summers. Yes. And so we're playing this game, and it's dark, and it's you know lights are out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've snuck some of his sister's Goldschlager out of the fridge, so you know we're a little thirteen-year-old tipsy. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's that one part where you're like walking down the aisle, and one of like the zombie dogs just jumps through the window. Yes. And that scared the bejesus out of us. So, I will never forget that moment as long as I live. Me and some friends were playing in the dark in the house yeah. on the PlayStation. This is like three o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah. It's late, and my house is already creepy anyway. <laughs> uh, we told some stories earlier already, uh, and so we're sitting there in the dark playing in in. In my creepy house, and then yeah, dogs through the window, zombie hands. Like I yeah, mean, every good. jump moment in that game got <laughs> us so yeah, bad. That one particular. It's also moment. on the uh, PlayStation Plus store. This it is, last it is. day to get it's it. It's so free to it's download. Free. Yeah, because they have all their spooky stuff for sale. <laughs> well, the other one's Transformers. It's not as spooky. That's Transformers true. Extinction. Uh, uh, Devastation. No, Devastation. I played that. It's okay. It's like a it's a it's a Smasher Beto game. <laughs> It's it's a lot of fun. I've I've tried. I'm trying to get good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently just, it's just a Smash video game. You yeah, just, oh. I don't even think it's two players. Is it? No. Yeah, have, have you tried? Yeah, uh, it doesn't work. <laughs> I play. I, I play on hard. Do, do so, the. So <laughs> <laughs> you hear that one? Try that one. Try that one. I'll try that one next yeah. time. Smash, 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 smash. Those. Like try that. those. Like that. Yeah. Like Perfect. that. Corey. What your number one? What? What are we doing here? Your number one. Oh, my number one. Yeah. So my number one. We're doing a weekly top three. Are we doing a weekly top three? Yeah, this is a Halloween themed characters. Halloween theme, not Halloween Havoc, the wrestling show. Okay, all right. You're That's number fair. one. So Do you have a number one. So, so we're going scary things, right? Sure, why not? Number scary one. Scary things. My number one is actually the Freddy Krueger. Yep, yep. Ooh, that's a pretty good one. The Freddy Krueger. Uh, I enjoyed him. 
So, like, I couldn't do – okay, so I couldn't watch Jaws when I was a kid. I still don't like Jaws. Uh, it's scary. Jaws. It's, it's dumb to me. I, I like No, Jaws. it's terrifying to me. I'm, I'm afraid of dark water <laughs> yeah, and scary. sharks scare I'm just, the bejesus out of me. So, you don't know. It's what about bomb. Sharknado? But, see, something like that, I'm okay because I'm hoping – I'm rooting for the sharks. I want them to eat Ian Ziering <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> One of my favorite all-time quotes from any actor ever, Ian Ziering is doing an interview after Sharknado 1. And they're like, so, you know, you've kind of had an odd career here lately because he did a couple other B movies before this one. And basically the guy was like, what's going on? And I think he was trying to put him on the spot and embarrass him. Right. But Ian Ziering uh, – Can't embarrass him. You can't. And Ian Ziering, to his credit, was completely forthright. And he said, well, you know, I'm an actor and I'm in the Actors Guild. And in the Actors Guild, you have to earn X amount of money to maintain certain levels of insurance. And my wife's pregnant with our kid. So I needed to make sure I earned enough to keep our insurance active. So I, uh, I took this job. Ballin'. <laughs> what do you say he's, to that? He's a responsible human being. He literally being. was like, well, you know what, man? This is what I got to do. So I did it. That question backfired. Right. So. Now you look like an idiot. And now I like Ian Ziering, and I've never met him, and I don't think anything like I don't think anything nice of him. He's probably a huge jerk. But not anymore. Now I got to like him. So Freddy Krueger. So I, I researched a lot today and this last week he's on, a, on he's scary a spookman. movies. Just what the people were saying about top Halloween scary type figures. Okay. Just about every single list. Freddy's number one. Well, because it's such he, a... can, he can get you in places that you can't even hide. Right. That's the thing. Your dreams. Your dreams are a very scary thing for people. A lot of people can't control dreams. you got night terrors. Who's you got other the uh, actor that played the Freddy Krueger? Uh, Robert England. Nice. Thank you. I actually have a, uh, a friend of a friend knows Robert England. Uh, remember the first Masters of Horror series on Showtime a couple nope. years back? They basically got all these. <laughs> all right, that was quick. Nope. They got all these horror directors together and said like <laughs> all these what horror directors? <laughs> okay. So like Wes Craven, uh, you know all the people who make scary movies, and they said, "Hey, Spooky speaking things. of scary movies, I got some advice for you." What do you got? No, just, just, okay. Just, so I don't, don't want to forget. Okay, all right. So they said, "Hey, each of you give us an hour special." So I had some friends who had moved out to New York to be actresses. Um, these girls weren't the smartest brightest bulbs but smoking hot both of them smoking hot. smoking hot they're sisters so they go out there to get uh to get to become actresses uh they do land these this role they're both super excited they audition they nail it they're very happy they think they have lines uh it turns out they don't have lines <laughs> when, um, nice. but what they do is they do sit around naked and they hang out with robert england all day on on film that's pretty cool um so they met robert england uh this is in his older days he's not so slim anymore is he your favorite um Freddy Krueger? Uh, I mean, the other guy was just in one. Yeah. So Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. He's done some cool stuff though. He has. A, he's got a kind of interesting. Yeah, Rorschach. I love Rorschach. Yeah. But I mean, he only did the one Freddy. Right. I, I'm going to go with the other guy just for longevity's sake. Here's my advice to you. What do you got? I was hanging out with my father-in-law over the weekend in the Disney World. Okay. We're talking about some different stuff, and you know what we were talking about? What were we talking about? We were talking about how big of a D bag D Roy. Deep Roy was okay. Okay, okay yeah, and different stuff like that. Right, and so we got in the conversation about how you know you you do write, and I, I write some. You write more than I do. Uh, you probably do it more often. You have a more often chance to do it. And he said, you know what? I read this article with Stephen King, and Stephen King has written a book. I guess like how to be an author. Okay, he All said right. you can right. tell your cousin to read that book. Yeah, there's probably no better advice to get right. than so, from Stephen King. That's the uh, advice from uh, from Papa a, Savage. Papa. Papa Savage says, "Read the Stephen read King. Read the Stephen King book. Okay, right. do I'll, like I'll, me some Stephen King. Oh, pretty, good pretty, pretty, pretty good horror. Pretty good. Pretty good Pretty good. Um, all right, my number one. Your number one, Jack Skellington. No, I had to switch it up, Nico. Where were you last segment? <laughs> yeah, he's this oh, guy. <laughs> Who is this uh, guy? I didn't even know him. 
Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Dying. Another Tim Burton. Tim Burton's a big, big hit on this oh, list. Oh, man, I love me some Tim Burton, Tim man. Burton owns Halloween. He almost made a Superman movie, and I think it would have oh, blown God. people's minds. That would have been crazy. <laughs> but it was Nick Cage's Superman. Yeah. What? That's that's how I think How do you not know it. this? I, I didn't know well, that. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, all right. Geez. Next week. Yeah, next week. Beetlejuice, though. I mean, what a great movie. First of all, Michael Keaton is a great character actor. Yeah, he is. He does a lot of really great, interesting roles. Oh, he was also did Batman with oh. Tim Burton. Oh, and he's oh, far funnier than you ever, ever yeah, realized. You wouldn't think it when right. you see him in some of his other roles, but he's right. pretty hilarious. Uh, I'm thinking of Multiplicity. <laughs> uh, I love Multiplicity. He's a hilarious guy, but great movie. Great movie. Um, You've got Winona Ryder in it. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. You do like me some Winona and then, um, uh, You've the, got the Baldwin. Yeah. Alec Baldwin's in it. Right, and, and who's the uh, who's the woman? Uh, the the wife yeah is it Gina Davis I don't think is it Gina Davis it looks like Gina I don't think Davis it's her. should I go to the tape uh, where's our producer he should be doing yeah this. someone on IMDb is it Gina Davis I think it's Gina Davis you guys just keep talking I'm on it Susan Sarandon it's not no, Susan it's not. Sarandon. God, is she hot or what Susan Sarandon I think she's hot no, no she's not oh, man I'll take the or Oof. what oh, I'll take <laughs> me some Susan Sarandon <laughs> I don't know why but come on Eagles, is she hot or what bring it I'll to take me. or what I don't what? need bring it to me baby I don't bring need it to me Susan Sarandon yeah yeah you know who I'm talking about uh yes okay. <laughs> Yes. Thelma and Louise? Yeah. Sarandon? Yeah, come on. Let's get it. All right. She's that All weird right. hot to me. Okay. okay. She's like, I'm in black hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what, That's what you're going for. <laughs> <laughs> Got as much appeal as Jane Lane from Dario It was Gina Davis. Here. It was Gina Davis. Nailed okay. it. Yeah, good job. She knows what he's talking about. Second favorite movie Gina Davis is in is, is Beetlejuice. What's your first? League of Their Own. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never, have you Madonna, seen Madonna, no, Rosie O'Donnell. I know, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That Madonna. Mm. Okay. Up there with Susan Sarandon. <laughs> no, stop it! What's going on with your? I don't know. Susan Sarandon. Yeah, that's that's his, that's what he's going with. Like, there's no other hit she'd rather my, break than gu- Susan Sarandon. Yeah, my guilty pleasure, I suppose. Okay, all right. It's... Well, my guilty pleasure is popping pimples. Yours is Susan Sarandon. <laughs> I think mine's better. Uh, you don't know. You don't know. I think mine's better. So Beetlejuice, great movie. Love Beetlejuice. 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 Have, you any, know, have any of you seen the uh, the new Tim Burton movie, the Tim Burton's X Men or whatever, the Miss yes. Carnegie's? Oh uh, no! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I you were talking about like the it. YouTube version of it. I heard the movie's pretty scary though. Yeah, it gets really uh, gets really weird at the end. I'm well, pretty sure. it is the Tim Burton. Yeah, it's Tim Burton, but I think it's more to do with the source material. Is it like it's a it's based it's, on? It's a weird. It's, oh, it's a like weird a teen book. book. Okay, it's got time travel in it. Hope you were ready for that. <laughs> what? Love me some freaking time travel. So apparently, man. Doctor Strange yeah. has some alternate realities and time travel in it. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I'm ready. Um, I say that because I was watching an interview featuring Michael Rooker okay. of Walking Dead and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yondu, Yondu fame. Do like him. Um, and apparently, Michael Rooker goes to all of the Marvel premieres. Yeah. If they're having yeah. a red carpet and Marvel's involved, a Michael lot Rooker, of them do. He's there. Like they just did the Doctor Strange, and the guy that plays Ghost Rider on the Marvel Agents of Shield was at the. the well, that's premiere. probably yeah. publicity. That's probably a there. wise decision from ABC. But you know, if, if you notice, it's Michael Rooker, but he's always with James Gunn. We, well, they're like pro- going together. They're like right, buddies right. now. They are buddies. Like yeah, but best if I'm Michael, friends. If I'm Michael Rooker, I I go everywhere James Gunn goes because he might put me in another movie and then I'm happy and made a lot of money again. Yeah. If there's one person you would hang out with, is directors, right? right? Right. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, so Michael Rooker's there. He does a little bit of an interview, and the woman's like, "Oh, you know, ha ha ha! It's really great how you support Marvel, and it's really great how you come out here." And he goes, "Yeah." Um, and she goes, now I understand you don't like the time travel and stuff. There's a little bit of that going on in this movie. And he was like, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I get confused. And sometimes, you know, 
Like, he's playing around with it, yeah. but he basically says he has a negative opinion of time travel and alternate reality. I just don't know if I like him In anymore. movies. <laughs> um, that was however, the However, the question does imply that they are both in the movie. I was excited about that. Oh, that really? That comes out this Friday, by the way. It does. Oh, my gosh. go see it. So, popcorn. You know what comes out after that? The Fantastic Beast movie comes out the following week. Does it really? So yeah. November's pretty ball. And the Joker's Wild, the new Hero Click set, also mm. releases. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, give me something good. Come on, give me something good. There was a video game that's coming out in November that I was. Give me something good. I was. You know what's coming out? Us going to a break. Oh, oh. boom! Coming out this show. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. When we come back, it's the Nico segment. Oh, where anything could happen. Especially because Nico doesn't know what's going to happen. Radio.com. Did you know your favorite show on Lone Star Community Radio are on social media? Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, you name it, they're on it. Check out where they are online on IRLoneStar.com slash shows and see which of your favorite hosts are online. Make sure to follow them and see what is in store for the next broadcast. Follow Lone Star Community Radio on Twitter at IRLoneStar or Facebook with Facebook.com slash IRLoneStar. This is Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> I like that, that, that line. I just didn't want to stop it, man. I know. It's Pumpkin so Screams in the Dead of Night. I'm I the Captain Joey Savage. Song. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And we are at the Nico Hour. But before we do the Nico Hour segment, that's actually only 14 minutes. I was about to say, we're not doing Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio.com. Hashtag Talking Nerdy 2. Hashtag Nerd Thug Radio on social media. Extra Life, hit us up. Donate. Let's play some games. Uh, remember to sign that contract. Boom! Yeah, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone. <laughs> cell phone, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone, cell phone. Okay, so for All right, Nico. The, the wait, Nico wait, segment before here. we start the Nico segment, well, here's what I want to say. If you're listening right now and you have a business, you have an opportunity, you do something with money. You have one chance. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Yeah. You've been listening to us already on the radio for a good hour and 30-ish minutes. You're still here because what are you doing? we're at 85%. That's right. We maintain our early readership. Listenership? We've only lost 15% now. Right, but they were all the senior citizens, and they're just okay. taking a nap. They'll be back tomorrow. They're handing out candy. Oh. Early. Yeah. Who shows up at your house at two for candy? I do. Oh, well, yeah, That's true. You do. But you also do that every day. <laughs> I don't even like candy, though. <laughs> you're not even wearing costumes. Like, you're just showing I me. really want to buy one year, like, small bottles of wine in those, like, seven-ounce beer bottles and just <laughs> hand them to the parents as the kids come by with their parents. That's a good idea. It is. Don't yeah. steal it. Coined it. <laughs> don't steal I it. I mean, can I do it also? Or? No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's sure. not possible. We'll do it together. Uh, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right, Nico. All right, go ahead. Uh, All right. This is going to be a uh, public service announcement. Me and Corey have no idea what we're about to talk about. Okay. Brace yourselves. All right. Is this true? Bracing ourselves What's here. What's happening right now? All right. So recently... Am I lost? In our, in our week of absence, Nintendo had unveiled one of the most important reveal trailers of all time. Nintendo Switch. The Nintendo Switch. This is groundbreaking, ladies and gentlemen. How do you feel about the Nintendo Switch? I think it is a really good idea. I have worries. As good as the idea is the Wii U, which is kind of the same concept? Uh, uh, it's the same concept, but what this does for Nintendo is a whole lot more because it brings their two... Their biggest thing, which is handhelds... And their one failing thing, to be honest, their console, and putting it into one thing. Wasn't that the Wii U? No, because the Wii U, you can take the gamepad, like, in your house, but you can't, like, leave your house with the gamepad. Oh, okay. But let me ask you something. So, same concept, just a... It's a, it's a more advanced, more portable version of... Right, Wii so they just, okay, like, but put here's, on steroids. But here's the, yeah. here's the problem that I foresee. What is your... What is the issue? 
So portables typically don't play games as good or as well. Well, the big thing about this, right? It's supposed to have like a 700p pixel. It's supposed to be full HD. Full HD. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's say it is all that. Let's say it's all that. Well, now it's your battery small. life is like 40 minutes, and it's still small. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right? Anytime you I don't know about you, but I don't like small things in my hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the curse. Yeah. Um, but no, the real talk is anytime you go super high-tech, you sacrifice battery power, right? Yeah, if, you, but- if you turn all your apps on on your iPhone and you play – your favorite game on your iPhone, your battery dies in 45 minutes. Yeah, you're done, man. <laughs> 12 seconds later, I mean, you're dead. I can pokey hunt for like an hour, and, and I've got to recharge. Right, you've got to recharge. That's with like So this is, this is the issue. So you're going to go super accessories. Here's the thing. Here's, here's what blows my mind about it, and I'm trying to kind of wrap it into one concise argument here. Really? On the fly, because on the flizzle. people don't tell me what's going on on the show on the, anymore. Well, this is no the idea. segment we give to Nico. Yeah. But I don't understand. I don't get a segment. Yeah, we do all the other segments. <laughs> the other ones. Oh. Oh, you're saying the rest of the year is our year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. All right. Got it. So basically, if I could if I could buy an $80 game and play it at my house for hours, or I could walk outside and play it for 30 minutes, why do I want to go outside and play it for 30 minutes? I'm going to play it for the hours. And I understand it's like, oh, well, you go on your trips and you go on your travel and then you can take the game with you. No. No. If I'm going on trips, I'm going to be on the trip for multiple hours, and I want to play something else. Here's my counter-argue to that. Go. I have a new car. Yes. Um, it has a, a plug into it. Right. So you could, I mean, if, if there's some kind of charging mechanism to there this is, there handheld, is a charger. you can plug it into a DC outlet, you can still play on the go. You can play on the go. But then you get into a car, it's bumpy, and you know. Right. And that's the other thing. is like, sick. Right. You get car sick. That's why, like, but that's just the, that's it. just the issue of just gaming on the road in general. Like, even if, even if it doesn't is on a DS with like, eighteen okay, hours of battery. The whatever. DS had a great prolific career, did it not? Still going. Uh, it's still three uh, DS is now the new thing. The, it, new, but, the new hotness. But but it's the all basically fire. it's lit. It's all the DS family. It's all it all kind of started in that one little like this is the zone of terror for Nintendo right now. It's portables, handhelds, right? Um, that's where they're making their money. That's where they're making their bank. But this is this is why I say it's such a thing because it's it. Puts everything into one. You're just gonna have one but Nintendo it console. But I, but it doesn't. That's, that's what the Wii myth. U did. Right. That's not what the Wii U did because the Wii U was. So the just only a difference pad. is that you can now take it on the go. You can you can you so can take gonna, it with you. We're gonna uh, unveil this new BA system, and the only big difference is, besides probably the graphics and stuff, is now you can take it on the road. Exactly. That's... Give me something better than that. Let's just focus on the console right. aspect. Right. That's that's but, that's, that's what it is. But that's what it is. It gets me. Is it's a gimmick to gaming. Right. I don't need a gimmick. Remember this is what separated the Wii from everybody else for a long time is the well, two things. Every, first of all, it was the motion gaming, and game makers were going to have to make two versions of every game. They're going to have to make a motion version and then a controller version for their PlayStation and Xboxes. And then also the graphics weren't equitable. Well, this is now going to have to be able, okay, can it play on the Switch and the PlayStation and the Xbox and on the Switch Go? And now It's, you've, it's not two different things, though. But it, But it's going to be on some level. It has to be. There's no way this portable device is going to have the same computing power as the PS4 same and the Xbox. And speed. Well, it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to have the same as the Xbox and the... Cause, okay, of course so Zelda, it does. Zelda's no, no, be, no, 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 but wait a minute. Of no, course no, no, no. it does. Because Zelda's going to be a big is... game. They're not going to make the Zelda game for PlayStation right No, that's true. They're not going to make the new Pokemon games the for PlayStation. The new Mario. The new... All, all, of the, all of the great Nintendo IPs is, though, are going to stay in Nintendo, and this is going to be the way you can play them, and now you can take them on the road. But how is the... Because now you have a console. You've got, you know, it's a console. You can fit more memory in there. You right. can make it run faster. There's a smoother. reason. There's a reason the console is ten is times run, the size of your is DS. Is it going to run the same, the same speed and the same fluid motion as the handheld? 
That's that's the big thing that's going to happen. Right. I think it's going to be powerful enough because I think that technology itself has moved so far. I mean, look at the PS4, the PS4 Slim. Do you remember how big the PS2 was? The what? PS2 Slim's like this big. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But the the problem there is on the PS2 Slim, they get rid of a lot of the necessary elements for a PlayStation, and they had issues with it. They got rid of the cooling fan. They got yeah. rid of they got rid of a lot of elements that were required, and then they had to start selling accessories. They're like, oh, people were playing their PlayStation 2 Slims for 10 hours, like a PlayStation 2? You should probably buy one of our cooling pads to go with right, that. Right, right. Like, I've never had an issue with my PlayStation 2. I've had it for 10 years now. <laughs> the Slims were, they've had issues. You can Google it. The Slims had you issues. You can Google it. You can Google, Google it. Google it. You Just Google me. My, my, my big thing is, is we're going to debut something new, and I want something big and bad and awesome. But and the thing I feel is like the only big and bad thing is the only, now you can take it on the road. The issue, oh. the issue with Nintendo has always had is that they've always been really strong in their handheld department. Everything on their handhelds has sold amazingly not well. Not when they started. Well, not when they started. Mm-hmm. Well, the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. The Game Boy was, was huge. Not as big as the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo. No, or the Nintendo sixty four. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, is that it's, it's, not as, it's not as it's not as big as that. But every single <laughs> every single iteration of the Nintendo system after the NES, except for the Wii. Has gone down in sales. Right. And Nico, I need you to look at this clear mind, clear heart. Okay, here? Like, let's get real here. Put the fanboy in your pocket. Real talk. And be be honest. Place him in my pocket. Okay. So, yes, Nintendo's killed the handheld market. Are those games equitable in any way, shape, form, or fashion to console gaming? Yes. Current console gaming? Yes. What are you? Are you high? No. Because <laughs> a there's... Nintendo DS game is comparable to a PlayStation Four game. Then why aren't they all seventy dollars, Nico? Oh, because they're they're not they're... because they're not equitable. They're, they're not they the are same, equitable. They're not the same graphic you quality. Can... They're no, not the same display not, quality. They're not That's the what same I'm getting. thing. But they're not they're not That's equivalent what I'm games. Put it. Keep it in your pocket. Stay with me. They're not the same thing. You're right. So now you're going to try and sell me on the idea that if I buy a Nintendo Switch. My console will sit in my kitchen or my living room or my video game room or my, my man cave. I play the bathroom. Doesn't matter. It's going to sit there, and then I'm going to have a smaller handheld version of the exact same device that's going to do the exact same thing. I don't even buy that argument on its face. Well, uh, look at the PS Vita. The Vita can almost run can run PS4 games with the remote play and almost it, seamlessly, and it do well. Uh, no, but my point being, not, exactly. it's not it's not the Vita itself. My point is is that. The Vita came out how many years ago now, and it, it could do that? No, 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 no. It can for limited times. It doesn't do it for six hours. It can run it on a streaming Wi-Fi. No, but the if PS the, Vita if, in general, is it's an amazing-looking console. You've told me yourself that the screen and the, the yeah, quality of they, the game, they nail the screen. it's incredible. Did it work? But... It doesn't. That's what I'm getting at. Is it doesn't work. But the, but those are two different things. There's the PS Vita and then there's the PS4. This is one thing. This is the one Nintendo console. Understandable, you have to buy. but you got to get down to this. People are more likely to play video games sitting down. Right. And that's in and their they house. Can, and they like, can why do that? even make a console and then say, and you can take it everywhere you go. You don't have to extra sell a console. Yeah, this man. just feels like a, this is a newer Nintendo. That's like, cause but the, but the, we haven't but really the, had like a Nintendo. You have the you had the GameCube, which right. did semi well. No, it didn't do well at all. It did semi well. It did semi well. It, it, it had an era. It had it had a little era. It had, it had some era. good good games on there. It was a lot cheaper than the PlayStation. And right. The it had it had it, right. has, it has really great games, but, but since it did Nintendo not do well 60, in the grand scheme. Right. Nintendo sixty four, we haven't had a Nintendo console. That's done really well. Right. Not since so, 64. Not they since, tried the, the Wii. Not since the NES if you're talking sales. 
The 64 did Nico, well. No, they not saying it did well, but it didn't Nico, do as well as the NES. When the NES came out, it was literally the only console, so right. it's going to do better with yeah. inflation. You gotta, you gotta the re- Super Nintendo, they had the Sega and the Super Nintendo. Right. And Every then, year, people started developing new stuff, so now instead of one choice, and then the PlayStation. you got four choices. Right. What I'm getting at... There was a competitor's market. They suddenly were sharing the market. You haven't had one console on Nintendo that's just been awesome. They've tried gimmick stuff with the Wii. They tried gimmick stuff with the Wii U. Right. I just wanted a BA... I just wanted to, but, but the point is, is that you can do that. You can't. You can't just sit there and on your TV I'm with just, your controller and play Zelda. I'm That's worried, how you can do. But why I'm worried did they that, even? Why did they even introduce the element? I'm worried of that the element of play. introducing the mobile is going to take away right, from some games. Right. Stuff. That's I, what I'm worried about. I, hopefully not. Hopefully not. And it's. it's I awesome. hope. So, I hope not. I honestly don't I, think I did it too, will. But I just. I think I didn't even hear that news until you guys both said it, and immediately I was disappointed. It's just. It's in the last week. It's come out. Yeah. I, I was I just, immediately disappointed. I don't really. I don't, I really I don't just want hope a mobile takeaway. I don't want a mobile console. That's dumb. Mobile consoles—they're real big among like teens and, and younger, and our, our older ages. You know, us thirty-year-old guys. Right. We want to sit in a chair with a beer and just. It's play just. Video it's games. just one more four hundred dollar thing that I could lose. Right. I don't want to do that. My biggest fear is that because of this new gimmick, it's going to take away. From gaming, like right? When Wii U came out, it was kind of the same concept, except you couldn't take it on the go, and everyone's super excited, and it Every- didn't do well at all. It, it didn't do well because it didn't separate itself off from from the Wii, right? It didn't. So, it didn't. It didn't separate itself. It was just like I just wanted it's the Wii U. I just wanted. I and I hope you know it hasn't come out yet, so we'll see what happens. I don't even know where we're at on time here. Uh, but, it comes out March twenty seventeen. No, I'm talking about like time for this segment. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just wanted new like. Zelda and Mario games that were of the PlayStation Xbox caliber, but right, you're going, version. you're going. To I know, get those. I know that, yeah. I know this. But the second they said mobile gaming, mobile, I, I hope it's not taking away. It turned me off. It really did. Hope the games don't. You know, it's a good idea in concept. No, I don't even Will think it, it is. It Will t- it work? It immediately made my smiley face sad. You went sad emoji. I went sad emoji. Immediately. Sony's making an emoji movie, guys. Get ready. Ugh, that this is like the heatest. This is like the most heated conversation yeah. about Nerd Thug Radio. Turn it up for the radio. Says time travel. This is for, this is for you, FM. This is for you, Conroe. <laughs> this mm. is got real serious, guys. Let's no, get serious I just think here. it's. I think it's gimmicky. My final statement. I think it's gimmicky. I think if you're Nintendo, you don't have to do gimmick, but I think that's always what they've done, and that's what screwed them up. They, they, they have done gimmick. They went from Nintendo to Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four with the new controller. They, yeah, GameCube the, the new worst controller. The worst the worst gaming thing ever. The controller. The, the virtual boy. The virtual oh, boy. Man. The worst thing ever is this conversation. So let's jump out to a break. That's not, it's not the worst thing ever. It's I important. Know, it's all important. those red lines on the yeah. virtual boy. It was awful. You could die. Could you could you die headaches. if you keep listening to this segment. That's absurd. What? We're gonna jump out here. <laughs> I don't think you can say that on the FM radio. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna wrap the show up with a little bit more pop culture movie talk, some news coming around in the world. Uh, stay tuned. Joey Savage, Nerd Thug Radio. I'm I'm disgusted. End of it. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, coming in June of 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor or call the station at 936-647-5747. 
Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. You will see this our town on Halloween. This is We are Nerd Thug Radio. This is true. This, this is, true. is the last segment of the show. <laughs> I could literally just let this song roll the whole time. For the entire time. For the entire 13-minute segment. I'm going to say you can't do that. Till the end of can't. time. I'm going to say don't do it. I'm Joey right, Savage. Corey Dielge. Spooky St. Nicholas. Spooky St. Nicholas. <laughs> this has been our Halloween episode. Yeah. Episode 29 of Nerd Thug Radio. How spooky. Quickly approaching the 30 mark. That'll be next week. Then we'll be as old as I am. Obviously. Oh uh, we're on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Yeah, and so if you've been driving around today and you've been hearing us, thank you. Check us out. Yeah, Facebook. We appreciate thank it. Uh, get on Facebook, backslash NerdThugRadio. NerdThugRadio.com. There's pictures. There's blogs. Right. I've got a new blog up now this Ooh. week. Uh, it features Blue Moon Beer. Okay. All right. It features Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <sighs> and it features the White Stripes. Yeah. Oh, I do like me the White Stripes. I love me some Jack White. Uh, he's great. He is great. Bum, 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 you know that song started, bum. it was a warm-up riff he was using for one of his live shows. Oh, really? He was with that. And uh, so I was like, that sounds pretty good. And then he turned it into a song. That's yeah. how you do Back it. Back then when it was him and his ex-wife, and they were just the White Stripes doing just, just I'm, I'm sure White Stripes is still just him and his ex-wife. Well, they're not a band anymore. They play sometimes together. Yeah, they, he does he, some yeah. racketeur stuff now. He does the racketeurs, and he I does love uh, something else. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Uh, what's the name of the other band? There's, there's Many two bands. Shades of Black is my favorite Dead song. Dead Leaves or something like that. Yeah. Dirty Ground. Dirty, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but like when it was the two of them, I'm sure the collaborative process was really kind of just, hey, here I am doing a riff. You want to join on this? Because they just jammed together. Yeah, because it was he was guitar or bass, whichever he was doing What's at the time. Funny and is then she's drums, and they just he met her. They just jam. Yeah. He would go to this open mic coffee shop and like play his guitar and like sing songs. And she was working there, and she met him. But he played in like some underground bands in Detroit, of course. I'm sure and she didn't even play music. And then all of a sudden, she's like, "I'm gonna learn to play the drums." Like when they were like 17, 18, I guess. Okay. And then when she started learning to play the drums, then they. Became one, and he was like, "You know what I need? They got I need married. a drummer chick." And he took her last name, pretty, pretty boss. Did he really? Yeah. I and wonder they, what his last name was. That was so awful. And then that they tried to pass <laughs> off that they were like brother and sister after well, that. Well, yeah. that was, and that was because they had just divorced, right, right? And so they didn't want to answer all these stupid questions about, "Oh, it's gonna be so weird with your ex." And yeah, so yeah. it's just easier to be like, "Yeah, we're brothers and sisters. We have the same last name." But one of the things they always Easy. did is they never, when they, as the White Stripes, they never did interviews solo. They always did interviews together. That's probably smart. Uh, there's know. definitely been a lot of bands who've had issues with right, right. certain people getting more limelight than the others. You know, when we do all of our press, you know, the media all on this, you know what I'm saying? No. And so I have to be like, guys, remember, there's other people here. That's not someone, happened once. Someone talked to the Savage. The reason I fell in love with the White Stripes, when I first, like, first heard their like, first big hit or whatever. Fell in love with a girl. And, uh, yeah. It was a cover of a, uh, what's, what's the girl's name, Joss Stone? Yeah. Yeah. And so then God, I started doing so some research, and then I <laughs> come to find out names. their first, like, album. Uh, it's like Dish Steel or whatever. They recorded literally like on an eight track in Jack White's living room. That's awesome. I was like, man, if those guys can do it, anybody can. Anyone do it. can. Anybody. Those, yeah. If those guys can just make a record in their living room and make it big. I mean, remember, remember the stuff. Together. Remember how dynamic that song was because it was yeah. a cover of that slow jazz. It was you know because she's all fell in love with the boy. And he just and then they back. just they just tore it up. Fell in love with the girl, but a girl wants and it was repeating. Ah, such Delicious. a I love that. It was, it was just so like 
Yeah. Anyway, <sighs> what are we supposed to be doing right okay, now? Okay, so <laughs> that's a, a real reason. A little we're bit. Here. Uh, yeah. let's, let's get in some more little, little comic related news. Yeah. And okay. Stuff the news. Out. Uh, Entertainment um, Weekly put out an article about the uh, 50 strongest superheroes. Yeah. You show me this, and it was garbage. It's was ter- it? it's a terrible article. They I, had a rating system because in the back they showed like what they've measured, and a lot of the things weren't about how powerful the people were. Really? Like part of it was like pop culture influence and stuff like that. See, there's this website like Cage Side Seats. Okay. Uh, they they cover wrestling and they cover MMA, so I frequent it. Okay, but they have these people that do these original articles, kind of what what they what you're just talking about. Yeah, and so they've started their own like greatest wrestler of all time tournament. Oh, okay. And so they have like the the bracket. So it's Hulk Hogan. He's like an eight seed. Uh, who's the number one seeds are like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. Okay, okay, all right. Steve okay. Austin. But Hogan's got. I mean, Hogan changed the entire wrestling Ric world. Ric Flair, you could put it in the conversation with Hulk Hogan. But Hulk Hogan's like an eight seed. No, 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 no. It's it. When I saw when I saw Hogan wasn't a one seed. Love or hate the guy, he is the greatest wrestler of all time. He's he's most certainly in any conversation that you have. I don't want to get into yeah. I don't want to get into the technical stuff. Yeah, okay. I don't want to get into the technical stuff or the in ring skills or whatever. He's he is synonymous with professional wrestling. He created you can't sports entertainment. Yes, he is the greatest wrestler of all time, bar none. And if you go back and if you're aware of the era and the in in the behind the scenes stuff that we find out now, Mm -hmm. he shaped so much Mm -hmm. of the WWE. We're sitting there at uh, at Louisiana Comic Con. Listen to the Honky Tonk Man. Listen to the Honky, honky Tonk Man talk. Honky Tonk Man let the Hulk Hogan and his brother, when they were going by... It was by his brother. It was uh, Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, so he Brutus later Beefcake. later became Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Right, so Brutus Beefcake and Hulk Hogan were going by older names at this point. They're like the Hollywood Blondes or something so, like that. And they're like, they're starting out in wrestling. They're tag teams. And they're literally sleeping on the Honky Tonk Man's apartment floor... For like a month in... While they're in Memphis doing Memphis shows. They're right. borrowing the Honky Tonk Man's car to go work out and right. stuff. And that that um, generosity was reciprocated many years later. Like Honky several Tonk years Man later. crosses paths with the WWE. He's wrestling on minor circuits. He's he in Ontario in. and like with Stu Hart's thing. And WWE comes in for a Saturday night main event. Hulk Hogan bumps into him. Hey, man, what are you doing here? Why aren't you with us? And Hulk Hogan's this big star now. And Hulk Hogan basically just says, listen, me and Vince are like this, Vince McMahon. He says, I'll ask, you'll be in, would you like me to ask? And Hockey Talk Man's like the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. Right. Incredible. All because he let Hulk Hogan sleep on his couch way back in the day. So when I saw that, I was like, so, so a lot of times these like articles, like these original articles people do, and I'm sure the one you read with the superpowers. It's, it's exactly that. Just it's exactly Come that. on, man. Let's be honest here. So, Stop trying to like be somebody different. So give, give me the top five again. Do you remember? Uh, Wonder Woman was number one. It's because she's a woman. Okay. Number two was Superman. Superman. It's got to be Superman or the Incredible Hulk. No, or no, no. Number two, two was, a, was a Marvel person. Was it? Was it Hulk? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't remember. Thor. No, it was, it was uh, number two or number three was Superman, and right. Batman Thor? was also in there. Right. There's no way Batman no, 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 it was, was it was Okay, it, was, it goes Wonder Woman, Thor, Superman, Batman, and then I don't remember what the fifth one was, but my thing was like, how is Superman not one if you're saying most powerful? Right. Uh, then my second thing is, how is Wonder Woman more powerful than Superman? Then my third thing is, what is Batman doing in a top five of most powerful? Right. And then... Number, number like, 49 or 50 was Dr. Manhattan. Right. So, so if Dr. Manhattan so, and Batman get in a fight, are we going to say Batman has no, like, so are, they saying, no are they saying powerful as in, like, powerful impact on pop culture? They wound up on the back, there's a chart, and there's, like, 15 categories, and only one of them was power level. Now, on power Dr. level, Dr. Manhattan had a 9.0. But on everything else, he was ranked so low... It put him in number fifty like, on the some list. Because some of the categories are like nemesis, and you're like, 
Who's going to nemesis Dr. Manhattan? Yeah, I'm, he's a god <laughs> posing as a human. Like, Who's supposed to fight that? Thor, he's a god. Um, yeah, he experiences, I don't think the fight would go well. It, it literally says, in quote, can experience all of time at once. <laughs> right. I don't. I, the way they've got Dr. Manhattan set up, I don't think anybody can really beat him. So I'm curious to see, now that the rebirth in DC Comics has happened, uh, oh yeah, now he's in now he's in main canon universe. That's right. The Watchmen are technically going to be the bad guys. The Watchmen universe is apparently the villains behind all of this. Doctor Manhattan may be the main villain behind all of this, which means at some point someone's going to have to beat him. Nah, so, no one's going to beat him. They're going to be like, "I'll fight minutes, you," and then he goes. We got a few minutes to close. Right. Out. He just waves yeah. his hand away. I've got several things I wanted to touch on, but okay. since we did talk Nintendo, I want to throw this number out here. Let's let's just divulge on it. One nine hundred. Oh yes. Oh. So finally. Nintendo, the Rock has returned to yeah, Cleveland? No. Nint- yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Nintendo has released how much it made off of Pokemon Go. Oh. If they haven't been releasing numbers, they have now released. Because it. Pokemon Go basically fell off the face of the earth. Well, and oh. technically Pokemon Go was a beta this whole time, right? It was an um, open beta. Well, they, had, right? they have their first event going on right now. It'll end today. It's the Halloween theme. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool. I've been, I've been on it. All right. Add getting out. I honestly didn't know it was still around. So but um, go on. Now, Nintendo didn't create Pokemon Go. No. They're just collecting the licensing figures off of it. Numbers. Right, which I'm sure is a percentage. So they made $115 million off of Pokemon Go. Does that number surprise you, or do you think it's too low? No, no, no. I think as far as licensing, that's yeah. probably exactly where it should be. Okay. Um, you got to think there wasn't they a... only They only own half of the Pokemon company. Right. Okay, and then the other part of it is got to think, because it was a free app with in-app purchases... To me, when something is free with in-app purchases... There's people who never spend money. Right, there's people who I never spend spent money. a single dime on this So game. to exactly. me, you're probably only capturing about 25% of downloaders. So when you say... Like, 25% of downloaders are probably spending money actively in this app, but only 25%. Right, right. So when 10 million people downloaded it, to me, you're saying 2.5 million people spent a lot of money. And that sounds about right. Okay. That's, that's about where I... If, if I'm Nintendo and they handed me that check, I would look at my guy and I would go, I think we're good here. Yeah, we did well. So. I think we're okay. Also, we'll, I guess we'll close with this. Okay. Tell me your thoughts. I had no idea this was happening until just today when I read a news article. Oh. Um, May of 2017 will be the first, or not the first, but a new Star Trek TV series. What? Right? Yeah. Not Star exactly. Trek Discovery. Okay, you know what? Let I'm me, not a big Star Trek fan. Let me preface this. But they're bringing a new Star Trek show to TV. So here's what they've done with Star Trek. This is always what's, what's kind of been it's weird. It's like the, the law and stuff. order of sci-fi. Well, it <laughs> the kind law of order is. of sci-fi. So here's what they've done. So the first season, the first series was Star Trek. The second series was Star Trek Next Generation. Right. Uh, the next one was Deep Space Nine. Those chronologically go in one direction. Correct. Then everything after that is a prequel. So, like, <laughs> like everything it's after like the that... the Zelda timeline. Right. So, like, uh, the one with, uh... Oh, boy, from, uh... I don't remember what it was called. Scott, uh... I don't know about... God, I Scott Pilgrim? Say, I keep wanting to say Pilgrim. Scott Bayo, yeah. and that's totally wrong. <laughs> Scott Bayo. It's, it's... Anyway, that one, the Bale newest on the one... The newest one that came out is actually the first one. It's where they discover teleporting tubes. It's where they oh, discover okay. Klingons. Like, they oh, the just new, beat the... the new f- movie? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, the new show. show. The, oh, okay. sh- the old show, that the last show before... Oh, okay, before the new one. Voyager? What? Voyager. Okay. So Voyager was literally, technically... The first one. Like a prequel before to Before Shatner. Yes. And so I think they're going even further back with Discovery. This is supposed to be about, like, the first crew. And huh. I don't know how so I we're feel going, about we're that. Going, we're going way back. Oh, way... And the way back machine. And I think Mr. they're doing Peabody that and Sherman. one part to fight budget. 
You know, because the less special effects, the cheaper it is. Right, yeah. It's the new age. But Welcome I, to the new age. And I think age. the other part is it's more exciting with less technology time. because there's Ooh. like there's less, uh, you know, set machinas, things that could just magically fix problems. Right, right. They have to work Deus their way ex through. Deus ex machina? Deus ex machina. Um, uh, doesn't that mean like... Do we still have time? God from the machine or something like that? We're on yeah. the star universe. Yeah. We have one minute here. The new Han Solo movie that will be coming out in several years yes. has, has cast its young Lando Calrissian as Donald Glover. Donald Glover, our, Ooh, our main man, our main man, Donald G. Now the I do Spider-Man. love Childish Gambino. I do love me some Childish Gambino, uh, and I do love Donald Glover. And the community is great. Um, I don't think he should take in this role. You don't think so? No, because I think what they're going to do is they're going to play up the fact that at some point Lando Calrissian does betray him. So they're going to do one of two things. They're going to make it really obvious that these guys are best friends. And then he villainizes him. But no, no, no. I don't think they ever will. I think they're going to make these guys such best friends because the betrayal's already happened. Right. It's already been done. That's already, or we already know. they're going to constantly foreshadow that you just shouldn't trust Lando Calrissian. Right. And it's going to make Donald Glover one of like the least like sci-fi people ever. Ooh, you're going, you're going deep there. Hey, man. You know, like, if they keep, like, every time he's like, oh, I'm going to reach out and save you. Oh, am I? And, like, they do suspense And then he starts rapping. Right. Oh, man. I would would watch the movie. movie. I would so watch it. Well, that's a wrap to this episode. Man, you nailed it. You were, like, Uh, 8 of 8 on those today. 8 of 8. Thank you guys uh, for catching our first radio show. FM broadcast. FM broadcast. We are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. Nico DLG. This is what we do. We talk nerdy to you. Catch us on NerdThugRadio.com for all previous episodes. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ? Starting your own talk show? Yeah. Contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.